from downtown, this is Tim Kitsar from NBA Jam, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka! This week on Nintendo Main, we look through all the rumors and news as we're in the darkness, still waiting for new direct. Dragon Quest is love. Dragon Quest is life. That sense of dread encroaching? It's the Sonic movie. Seven rings in hands, <laughs> Welcome to Nintendo Main Podcast episode 203, your place for news and fun stuff with video game fans, Nintendo fans like yourself. And uh, we are your hosts. I'm Trey, Unbridled Blade Johnson. I'm Jeremy, toss a coin to your 3DS, Mikowski. <laughs> and I'm John, gonna need a montage knitter. <laughs> I have that song. Yeah, uh, here we are on our show, Nintendo Main Podcast. Do you want to start off the show how we normally do and talk about what we've been playing, what we've been doing? Let's let's do that. (laughs) Yes, let's. Yes, have some. So I've still been all in the Dragon Quest XI for the most part because I'm really trying to beat it. I'm almost at 70 hours. I think I'm at 67 hours. Dang, you're... Make it some progress. That's it's all I play really. Is <laughs> that game in Ring Fit Adventure? That's like the only thing I've been playing aside from well, another game which we'll talk about. But no, I, yeah, I, I think I'm getting close to. I don't know. I don't know where I'm at, but uh, I'm still having fun playing it. But I I found I found a beautiful move which was my which was my nickname is uh, the move on Bridal Blade. I'm sure you found that move as you're going through the game, right, Jeremy? Yeah. It's basically it's it's your uh, win ticket. It's the win button is what it's become for me. It was basically I can beat anybody if I get enough un- unbridled blades in there. So that sounds like a tongue twister. That's that's been the way that I've been uh, beating bosses in the game is uh, just using oomphal and unbridled blades and just and and you can it's it's just an incredibly strong attack that you use with the great sword in the game and you can and you can have more than one character with it. Yeah, that's true. More than person, one person can have it. But it, but if you oomphal enough times, you can be hitting like over like eight hundred damage like every time. So it's Damn. that's been like my way to get through hard bosses in that game. It kind of reminds me of that wind, the wind magic spell, which I can't remember what the name of it is. But there was a spell that I learned that you learned fairly early in Dragon Quest Seven that just like kills everybody when you do it. And I felt kind of op once I got it, and I felt the same way with Unbridled Blade. Almost to the point that I was kind of starting to get bored for a minute because it was because nothing was because nothing could do anything to me. But then it got thankfully it got harder later, and I did die a couple times. But yeah, no, I'm still I'm still making it through making it through the game. Still really enjoying it a lot. I did I I did a bunch of the um all of the 3ds Street Pass stuff last time I was playing, and some of those get really really hard. So I like that. I like the hardness of that. And apparently, if you do all that, there's more like secret bosses and stuff, which I'm sure is post-game stuff, but yeah, I'm still enjoying the heck out of that game. Hopefully I'll be, I'll be done with it soon so I can play something else. Not not that I want to be done playing it, but I like to play some other stuff as well. 
it's just too good. It's hard for me to to get away from it. But aside from that, I did I did keep up playing Ring Fit Adventure. I played it a couple more days since last week. I got to the part where you get where you do like the character builder thing, and it's not quite it's not quite as big as I thought, but still, it's like you can finally add extra spots for exercises to your like loadout, which was actually tried to find that online, and and nobody's doing like walkthroughs for. Ring Fit Adventure or anything like that. So it's kind of hard to find like a wiki or whatever. Yeah, people are doing speed runs, so. People are trying to do speed runs and like and I've seen people playing it or whatever, but but I was trying to figure I was like, "So when do you get?" I was like, "So when do you get more slots for your for your uh exercises?" And I finally found that once you get to level 40, which I think I'm at like level 43 now or something like that. Once you get there, you get like this character builder map where you can go different ways. You can go like offense or defense but then from there you can add extra slots to your to your uh, exercises and you can also get certain exercises that are in there as well and add uh I think you can add hearts to yourself and stuff like that. So it's starting to get a little bit more complicated in that way but it's still a lot of fun to play and uh I'm sure if you you know if, if I'm sure I'm, I'll bring it to the MGC which is coming out in a couple months and you guys can test it out there and give it a try. Some of some of those uh some of those like mini games or like the ones that are just like dedicated to like one muscle. There's some really hard shit in there. Like there's ones that are just like endless where you just do it until you like can't do it anymore. And those are really, I actually watched like some, some like wrestling guys doing that on a video earlier. I was, I was, I was on a job that I had some downtime. So I was watching that, but yeah. Some of that, how does the game like keep a record of your progress you know i mean like the we fit balance board it? that could measure your weight <laughs> and all that but how does it like what do you mean track of how you're doing it? i mean like does it it records everything in the game like in your save like it like it records like how many times you did a specific exercise like mm-hmm. i mean you, you'll tell it you tell it how much you weigh like when you start it it doesn't weigh you so and you can also sit not say if you don't want to but it's yeah, it just like flat out asks you like when you start when you start your own thing like where you know where you're at. It'll ask you where you're at like how much you work out or like what your weight is and all that stuff. And then it tries to tell like how many calories you burn. But it also has a heart meter thing on the IR camera, so I think that helps too. Like it can measure your heartbeat after every exercise. So it's a little bit of a vitality sensor. It is, yeah. The vitality sensor made it in there. But yeah, no. If you if you choose to, you can hold your finger of it, and it'll it'll measure your heartbeat and try to figure out like, you know how you, how much of how much uh, effort you put into the exercise, and it'll try to measure it. It'll say like whether you did like a moderate exercise or whatever, you know, like how much you put into it, and try to figure out your stats from there. That's kind of how it works. But yeah, no, it's still it's still something I've been playing, so or trying trying to keep up on. So I'll be Have doing it. Have you been able more. to see like how much time you put into it yet? I think it's probably in the ten hour region. That's what it looks like. And that's hardcore gameplay when you're playing. You're not just like laying back on your couch. No. Twisting your Oh, it says and... it says five hours or more. Even though I feel like I played it more than that. But that that's what it's showing right now on the on the uh, on my on my profile. It's also only showing sixty hours for Dragon Quest, and I know that it was more than that. I guess some of it was the demo too though, so that makes sense. And uh, you know, I always look at where my games are or where my game ranking is. And Dragon Quest 11 has actually surpassed ease eight so it is now my number third well actually my number two most played game because super mario maker 2 being at number one was from justice plays mostly so it's become my number two most played game behind splatoon 2 as of right now on the on the ranking but yeah it went it went past ease eight because i played because ease eight i think was around ended up being around like 50 60 hours 
total. So yeah, that's where that ended up at. But I'm still chugging along. Hope hopefully I'll get through it at some point. So I can play another thing. But uh, last week we did a we did a cool like um, multiplayer online stream. Uh, John and Jeremy and I did for Super Mario Maker Two. So I got to play some of the multiplayer of that. Yeah, we we're kind of what well, mainly it was to test John's new modem. Or is uh, or is uh, yeah. 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 What did so? What did you guys think about the difference? You, you guys played it like back when we we did it when it first came out, like in the first week or two, and then you hadn't really done it until we played again last week. So did you notice any kind of difference, or what do you think? Well, I mean, we were able. It was. I mean, it's still laggy, but our th- I feel like our third our three player playing was like got to the point that it was playable at least. You know. Mm-hmm. So that's that's good. Let me ask you. I wanted to ask you this on while we were playing, John, but you kept getting disconnected. But uh, have you ever gotten? Have you had like a full four person party in this game and had it move smoothly or run smoothly? Because yes. I, I was starting to think that that's not possible. Because every time we try to do it, it would just like it would just like slow down to a crawl, like a complete crawl. It really yeah. did seem so, like that fourth person made the difference. Yeah. And then when the fourth person left, it went back to being a little bit of a lag, but still doable, you know, still playable. Because we we played through some pretty complicated uh, four-player co-op levels, mm-hmm. which were really, really neat. And, uh, yeah, somebody somebody who was watching us, like, was handing us level after level. So that was really cool. And actually yeah, we got did, some good ones, too. But as far as the, the speed, I, have, I, I think that a lot of the problem was that – so every time we were also not, – not only playing the game, we were also – Chatting on uh, what, were we, what were we using Hangouts or something? Yeah, but I mean, um, I've done that a bunch of times, and it doesn't but really mine. But my Hangouts kept, my, yeah. my chat kept kicking off. Yeah, uh, and so I think that something on my end of the my internet, I can, I'm not able to handle talking Both and on. yeah, yeah, that could the game be at the same time. Could be so. Well, maybe you chew gum. I could <laughs> chew all the gum I wanted, but yeah, I could not. Uh, uh, talk and play the game at the same time. Well, maybe so, ne- maybe next time you could try calling calling us like off of your phone through the group, and then maybe that and use a cell signal for that. We could try doing that. The trouble well, we is could that try using the app. We didn't do that. We, yeah, was, we didn't even try using the app. Well, I wanted to use it through the computer because I wanted to capture the audio for right. the stream. On my cell signal, I I get a poor signal in my house, so we can give it a try. Like right now, I have two bars. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we can give it a try. But anyway, we had a good time playing. Um, people were sending us all these different levels, and um, that one level, the Zelda level, was like amazing. Yeah. The the first level. So the character's name on the game is Four P. This four player, of course, and uh, that that's his like creator icon, whatever. But uh, I, I'm going to put a code on here for his for his level, just because I think everybody should check it out who wants to play a co op level. And yeah, I mentioned like, oh, I was like, I'd love to play a Zelda one. And he sent us, the first one he sent us was a Zelda one. And I thought it was really good. Like, I really enjoyed it. It was probably, yeah, it was said, probably the best like one that we levels. played. That one was, they're all really good. That one was, was amazing. Yeah, I think that was the best one that we played out Which of one? all of them. The Zelda one, the first. Oh the, yeah, the Zelda one was amazing. Yeah. And, and he sent us a few and I think they were all good, but I, that one was my favorite yeah. one. But here's the code for anybody who's paying attention. Uh, N0GKJ as in James. Seven, eight GG. So that's the code for his level. Check it out if you have some friends that you want to play co-op with. And the cool thing of uh, 
it's it's weird, like, you know, playing with your friends online on Super Mario Maker 2. You can't really, like, there's not really a point to it. Like, it doesn't, like, count your wins or anything like that. So what, what we found really entertaining about it was, like, actually going and finding people's levels and downloading them and then playing those cooperatively. And that's what we were doing. And Right. And then they were talking to us on Twitch. And yeah. it was cool to get that interaction with the person who created the level. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And help us out. And one, and there was another guy that just sent us a level that was just, like, balls hard. Like a, <laughs> it was like impossible. Well, it was it was funny because he sent us this like Mario and Hell level. That was, yeah, just, it was like Welcome to Hell. Yeah, there was just like all this shit thrown out after us, and he was in the comments being like, "Oh, you know, it's you know, you can make it through if you if you try." And then later, I looked at the level, like I pulled up the level, and it only one person, one person had passed that level in its uh-huh. entirety of being on the internet and Super Mario Maker Two. So I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so I have to say, I've played a lot of levels of that. That kind, and there's a definite difference between like his level had some skill and some rhythm to it. A lot of other levels are just people just, just throw throwing shit at you. All yeah. over the place. His was not that, it, and it had the impression of that. There was a lot going on. There was there a lot was of trolley sort of... stuff in there too, though. Like it says, "Welcome to Hell" on the top, and and the mm-hmm. welcome is blocks, and it, and you can mm-hmm. jump up to those blocks, but if you get like if you get like under the if you get on the top of the letters, like there's there's like hidden blocks above all those letters, so you can stay, you can get stuck in like the letters of welcome, for welcome to hell. So that that felt pretty trolly to me. I don't know. Most hidden blocks kind of make me feel like it's a troll move. But yeah, I mean, it, thanks for sending the level. It was just really fucking hard, and I just thought it was funny that nobody had cleared it, that only one person had cleared it, like in in the record. So it had like a had like a one percent clear rating. Actually, probably less than that. Probably like a point something clear rating so it didn't make me feel that bad for not being able to make it through but uh also i took a i took a trip to um took a trip to walmart to uh we were in the neighborhood uh we were we're over by a dmv over by there in chicago and uh, we were at walmart and uh i was like i had i have a second so i'll go in there and i went in and i went in and found uh another amiibo so there were a couple amiibo that came out last week uh dark samus and richter i didn't find dark samus but i found richter he's right here it's off off the Richter scale, <laughs> more like um, Ripter. Yeah, he. Uh, I got I, I got my Castlevania collection is complete here, so I have the other version of the Whipmasters. But yeah, we'll we'll do another opening on here right now. Nice. All right, the plastic is being ripped from the cardboard. I'll make sure and hold it next to the mic so people know. This is the real part that you get the good sound from right here. You split the blisters, yep. So there he is, another another Castlevania guy here. Another dangling chain. Another another chain. Another chain boy. But yeah, it's it's I mean it's different from the other one. So this one is Let's see him side by side. Where's Simon? Richter's Let holding dance. holding the whip. And uh and and Simon is has it like way out, so yeah. You need no. to do a cool back to back pose. <clears throat> That's a seven on the Richter scale. <laughs> I still think that uh, these two look the best just because they're weirdly doing the same move mm-hmm. of uh, <laughs> incinerate, incinerate Roar and Simon because it's weird. They're both like reaching out, except one has a – yeah, I, I was upset that I couldn't find Dark Samus, but at least I got Richter. So there you go. You don't find Dark Samus. Dark Samus finds you. Yeah, that's, that's what I was looking for, but hopefully maybe I'll find it. I mean, I feel like nobody really cares about Amiibo anymore, so I was like, I'll find it. And it was like in – the amiibo was was like in the game case, so I had to get somebody with a key to like come over and open it, and and they were all like 
you could only see two in the front, and they were kind of stuck, like stocked all the way back. So the guy like pulled them all out, like one by one, to show me like what was all in there because. You know, it was like a tooth. It just like kept going like real deep, like back there. So, oh, so were you looking for the the dark samus way back there? Like you had the guy dig through for it? No, he did it automatically. He didn't. He didn't ask. Like he, I mean, think about it. Like he's selling amiibo. Like he works in the electronics department at Walmart. I'm sure a lot of people come in there and ask him to like show him what's behind because the only ones you could see was Richter and Chrome on the front, which they kind of look very similar actually, but. uh but yeah, you could only see those, but you could tell that there was like five or six layers behind there of different ones. So, so he was like, he was like, "Do you want to see all of them?" I said, "Yeah, yeah." So, so I, I looked, but yeah, no, there wasn't really anything. There was no Samus back there, unfortunately. But yeah, Richter, cool, another another amiibo for the for the many the family of amiibo. They're all doing their doing their stand over here <laughs> against against the evil of tyranny or whatever. But yeah, that, I mean, that's mostly what I've been what I've been playing this week. I, uh, what was it, um, there was, like, an update that came out for all the Doom games, like, uh, all the original, like, Doom 1 and Doom 2, so I was kind of playing around with Doom 2 earlier, just to see, because it supposedly, like, runs better, and now you don't have to, like, log on to the to Bethesda every time you play it, so, and the music's better, apparently, so, that, there was an update for that last week that I forgot to mention. But yeah, aside from that, this has been what I've been doing. What are you guys doing? Well, similarly, uh... You already mentioned playing the Mario Maker 2 multiplayer. That's the first time I remember doing it with all of us. I think the only other time we've all played, well, I think we did Rocket League once, and then we did uh, Killer Queen when it first came out. Yeah, Killer Queen. But th- this was fun. Like I really liked the interaction with people on Twitch. and you know, It was just a few people, but it was still really cool, just that whole right. someone on there being like, hey, check out my level, and then all of a sudden we're playing that level, and that person yeah. jumps in to play with us, and then they have to leave because it slows down, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. And there was a number of people actually sending us their levels too. We were, I, I personally wasn't expecting that. Um, yeah, me either. But it was enough that we played for like two hours. Yeah, it made it made it more fun actually with people sending us levels to try out because and just like yeah, just sticking to it and beating those few levels was a lot of fun because those are really well put together multiplayer levels. Like I don't even know, I can't even begin to imagine how much time was put into oh, getting yeah. those exactly right the way they were. Yeah, those four player ones. Well, we looked at uh we got friend requests from the people that we were playing with and the guy who was making the uh the co-op ones, didn't he have like 600 hours or something like that on mm-hmm. on Mario Maker 2 and I'm like, yeah, I I believe it cuz those four player levels are really were like really comp- complicated and really like detailed yeah. and intricate and all that. So, yeah. Otherwise, I did mention this last week and it came true. I beat Luigi's Mansion 3. Yay! Right. Came out on Halloween. I bought it the day it came out. And it's probably the longest I've spent on a game that I love. It's like, there's just been so many distractions. Like, it it just blows my mind. It took so long to play through that game. Hmm. So now that you've gotten all the way through it, like, what do you think? Like, it's great. What is it? How would it would it, would it have uh, made it onto your list if you would have been able to finish it before? I the think end it would have. I think it would have knocked it. Uh, it would have been towards the bottom. It might have knocked out uh, Gato Roboto. Okay, might have been knocked off there. Where was the um, where, where was that placed at? I'd have to look at our list again because it's sort of a dynamic list that I kind of built that night. But I have it. Um, it would have been towards the bottom. So yeah, I think if I'm if I'm really thinking hard about it, I think that's probably what what it got pushed out. Your Gato Gato Robato was number ten. Yeah, you. and I really loved that game, but it probably would have been Luigi instead had I finished the game before because it just like becomes more and more fun as you go, and the floors just become cooler the higher up you go. Mm-hmm. Like, 
And they really like do a great job at having you go back to other floors again and kind of see them in a different way. There are some power-ups and stuff that I wish would have been used more, but yeah. there's some pretty cool power-ups they they give you towards the end that, that are just kind of one-offs. But uh, I started playing the, uh, what's it called? The Tower of Terror, whatever it's called. The multiplayer? Well, there, you can play single-player if you want. Oh, okay. But you can't really play hard. online too, right? I didn't get very far, but uh, I did at least try that. Can you play online also on the Tower of Terror? You can, yeah. But I just tried it without online and... Uh, you have X amount of time to find all the ghosts, and yeah, I lost very, I lost badly. Yeah, it's hard. Like we, well, John and I, we tried that a little bit when I was over there, and and also you don't know a lot of those. Like if you didn't set like how many levels it is, you don't know how long it's going to go for. Yeah. So yeah, and the people I was playing with was way better than we were. So yeah. But yeah, I have no complaints. Some stuff was a little annoying, but I don't think anything was that annoying that. I just wanted to like throw my controller across the room. There's just a couple of bosses that are like, come on, really? They just seem kind of like out of place in how they definitely require you to have master the controls, but I don't know. It just seems like the difficulty ramps up rapidly with some of the bosses towards Mm. the end. And uh, they still didn't take a really long time, but there was a boss I got stuck on for a little while. And yeah, I don't want to ruin anything, but that's the only thing I really have to complain about. Some of the bosses were just kind of like annoying. The amount of like juggling you had to do between Luigi and Gooigi, and they really make you use both in tandem with each other towards mm-hmm. the end. Makes sense. It's a new mechanic. Did I mean? Did you think it was like unfair in its difficulty? No, definitely not. Okay. It just seemed like I said. It just seemed like it kind of came up, came in really, really strong all of a sudden after being pretty easy up to that point. Mm-hmm. Really so, ramped it up. Like oh, we we better make it hard. But I think I end up putting a little over twenty hours in it to finish the campaign and that seems to be about average mm-hmm. maybe a little above average just because i i kind of dicked around a lot when i was playing it but sure but there's still so much more to do if i care to i can go back and try to get all the booze and all the the different um so like you to go get all the booze <laughs> you should always get all the well, booze. <laughs> also all the gyms like every level has its own like i can't remember if it's like eight six or eight mm. certain little uh icons you collect and i can go back and get all those too so there's still plenty to do, and it's a beautiful game. Do you, do you get anything extra for for hundred percenting it? I don't know. I haven't really looked into it, but I always wish the games like that would give you like an extra boss or something for like collecting all the collecting all the booze or whatever. In the original one, it didn't. It just gave you a better percentage. But I did actually have to consult the uh, the guide at one point that friend of the show Janet wrote. There was just this one level where I couldn't figure out what to do, and it turns out it was super easy. But her guide actually like told me the right control to use, you know, it's just a thing nice. I had to do that. I'd forgotten. I even had because it'd been so long since I played. Yeah. But yeah. So thanks Janet for getting me through that. <laughs> I, t- I would have just been like fucking around for a long time before I accidentally hit the right buttons. Otherwise, but yeah, Luigi's Mansion three finished. Uh, I think that might be the first game I've beaten this year. Uh, yeah. And then moving on uh, resident evil four. I bought that last week. It was on sale. So it's not a new game I bought, but uh, I just got to the first big boss what's called Los Lagos. The underwater guy, right? Yeah. And I put a little thing on my Twitter where uh, <laughs> he ate me. Yeah, saw uh, that. If you just stand on the dock and like mess around instead of getting on the boat to go to fight him, he'll just come up and eat you. And it's kind of awesome. Because the first that was time my I've... scene that I would like show everybody. I, I saved a file just right at that fight. Yeah. That... People came over, checked this game out. Yeah, that scene, showed that scene. That scene blew me away. I think you showed it to me too, John. Like the, uh, yeah, I probably did that. Yep, because it's yeah, because it's so like cinematic and it has like the the um, quick time events in there and 
Yeah, I, I I think it's incredibly memorable that that part with the giant fish thing. And it was also like if you remember, people have been waiting on that game for so long, and it had been scrapped and like re like started from square one. And so the first time there was like a fully playable demo at like a show or whatever, I think it went through the first boss. Oh yeah, and a lot of people were just talking about how cool that boss was. Like, and it really does kind of stand out having played the full game multiple times at this point. There's nothing else quite like that first boss. They don't really revisit that mechanic again, but it's still pretty cool and it's fun. So I haven't beaten that boss yet. I actually quit right after I got to that point because there's a save point right there. But I, I've been I've been chugging away at Resident Evil 4. I, I plan on getting through it on the Switch and just putting it on my, like, you know, another notch in my belt, another system I've beat this game on. <laughs> yeah, but you, you still like it, right? You're, you're getting used to the oh, I love controls. It. Yeah. It's one of my favorite games. Like, it's got a sense of progression in that you can upgrade all your weapons and you kind of get to juggle your inventory a little bit and you can expand your inventory, like, slots. And there's just a lot of cool stuff you can do with the, the shopkeeper, which <laughs> yeah. once okay. I found him, I was just like, okay, now I actually feel like I'm playing this game. Because, like, okay, so, like, the hardest part of the game and the the hardest part to get through for me every time I play it is the very beginning when you go into the town the first time and you've just got that huge mob. And what they really want you to do is, you know, run into that building, bar the door, do this whole thing where you're fighting them as they're like trying to get into the building. And then the chainsaw person comes after you and all this. And, uh, I played a couple of times just trying to like muscle my way through it and try to lure them all back to the, the main entrance. Like, so I could just stand there with my back to the wall and just take them all out. That wasn't going so well, and so I finally just like ran up the. There's like a watchtower. You run up. I think you get some um, shotgun ammo up there. You don't get like an actual shotgun, but you go up there, and then they'll start throwing Molotovs at you, and they don't want you to hang out up there. That's why, like, you're t- standing at the top of this ladder, and there's they're just automatically throwing Molotovs through the window at you. I don't even know if they're coming from a, a source, but uh, I actually just found this sweet spot to stand where nothing could hit me and I just stood there for a couple of minutes and then it was over. I didn't have to shoot a single villager. Mm. So I got through that part and then once you get through that part, it's pretty easy after that to to just keep playing the game because the the difficulty does go up but you have a lot more resources. Is there is there motion aiming on this one or there isn't, no. right? Yeah. It's kind of weird that that's not on there. Just it's it very wasn't. strange. There's not because it on the Wii one. I mean, the Wii version it was on there, but maybe they're basing it more on the GameCube one. I don't know. But all the extra stories and stuff are on there, right? Yeah, like from whatever. But I think those were on the GameCube as well. Did you go and shoot all those targets at the very beginning? I remember. Having... I haven't shot them all, but I got enough to get the free gun. Oh, okay, I remember having fun with that, but it's so weird that it just like that it just goes away. Like it's only in that very beginning part, and then it's just not there anymore. Like the mm-hmm. I don't remember targets. that. What, what is that part? It, you showed it to me. It's uh, they're these little like they're these, these little, little gems hanging. Yeah, they're like, hanging from trees, and you shoot them. And if you shoot enough of them, you get like a new gun. It's and, like a uh, modified handgun that's got like a higher rate of fire. I think. Yeah, it's only it's only in the beginning of the game though, so it's like y- you don't see it anymore after that. And I remember I remember when John was showing me this game, and you were like. You were like, if if you hit the Z button, it shows you the it shows you the map or something like that. And you told me that you went through the whole game without knowing that, <laughs> and you just figured it out at the very end of the game. Oh, did I? <laughs> yeah, the Z button. Well, just because the Z button on the GameCube controller was kind of in a weird place, you know. Oh yeah, I always forgot about the Z button. Yeah, you don't really up. need the map. It, it was like behind that. the L button, and it's and it's like, oh yeah, you're like halfway through. You're like, oh, I guess I could have done that earlier. <laughs> you know, and I remember <laughs> you saying that. You're like, I yeah, this does this. I didn't figure it out until the end. 
but I'm still having a ton of fun with it. I, I went through like uh, a couple of scenes in the game that literally like were scaring me. Like I got surprised and yelled when like a zombie came <laughs> up behind me or, you know, they're not zombies. Not a zombie. Yeah. <laughs> right. But like one came up behind me and surprised me and I, and I yelled and like scared my cat that was sitting next to me. Like, yeah. This game still has like, I don't know. Good, like jump it. scares. It, it, it terrorizes you a little bit. Yeah. The way it should. So Resident Evil 4, um, that's my pick of the week just because still good. it's cheap and eh, it's not on sale anymore, but still 30 bucks for this game. This game's worth every penny. Yeah, the controls are a little strange, but that just kind of plays into how the game works. Well, it was, I mean, it's it's just traditional, more traditional Resident Evil, you know. It was, it was the same controls as before, just with a camera behind you was the big, was the big thing, but. I think it's still pretty playable, right? The story's still pretty good. Yeah, it's great. It's still interesting. So I'm sure the graphics still look pretty good. You know, I still for- haven't tried it in handheld mode. Like I, I, that was a big point of what I talked about last week. Why I bought it was how I convinced myself was that I handheld. wanted handheld RE4. Yeah. Still only playing it on the TV. Dragon Quest Eight, still playing that. I was gonna say giving, a, giving a lot of love to my 3DS. Uh, I've gotten to the fourth village, so I finally got my third character, and uh, I beat my second big boss. Which was a goddamn octopus again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was a couple of those guys in there. It was very similar to the the first boss that I got stuck on in DQ11. So when I got to this boss and was sort of stuck on it. Oh yeah, and uh, that and that boss becomes like just a regular character later in the game. Like just oh really? A, yeah. Well, that that octopus boss. Yeah, like well, toward- he he kind of seemed like he was like not. He didn't mean to be mean. He just got like. Mind controlled or something. Oh well, I, I ran it. I ran into him, into him in the uh, on the ocean in yeah. Dragon Quest Eleven. He, he's just a regular enemy that you can run into randomly. Like oh, later in the game, okay. yeah, kind of like a, they they do that in Beautiful Joe also, where like the the boss will became become just like a regular enemy eventually, like towards the end of the game. Oh like, yeah, it, it okay. starts off like it's hard, and that and you're to the point where it's you know. Or like now yeah, it's, going all the way back now to it's like an a regular enemy. dragon and stuff. Yeah. Like that. Are you are you not playing RE4 on the go because you're using your 3DS on the go so much? Yes, I awesome. have not traveled yeah. with my uh, with my Switch in a while because of Dragon Quest Eight, and so yeah, been playing that. Um, definitely did some grinding in it, and and just I'm I'm really catching my stride in that. Um, so I love it. And then I. Uh, I mentioned at the top, uh, toss a coin to your Witcher, or not your Witcher. I finished the Witcher show on Netflix, so that's one of the reasons I mentioned that. But um, I bought a game on my 3DS. Oh, I bought Ocarina of Time finally. This is a oh, game that hey. I've wanted since. Oh, you way never back when you never got that? Yeah, I didn't, no. I didn't know you. Could I have get that. a Majora's Mask. Oh, okay. I never got yeah. Ocarina of Time. So I bought that, and I've played that through. I, I've beaten the first boss and the. DQ tree and all that, but how does it feel to play it to play it on there again? It looks great in 3D. It looks well, yeah, yeah it does. It looks really good. The one the one thing I remember last time I played that on 3DS is just like how painstakingly like slow Link is. Yeah, he's incredibly slow, especially if you, you also play... can't freely move the camera, which is a thing you get used to in other 3D games. Oh yeah, you can do that in Majora's, just, but not. It's too slow. You just somersault the whole way. But it doesn't uh, speed you up at all, and, and it's more annoying because he's like making noises the whole time. Yeah. No, I mean, especially playing with. I'm I'm so happy they gave you the bunny hood that helps you run in Majora's Mask because I felt I feel like Link is incredibly slow. But maybe because the world map isn't that big, <laughs> it helps. But yeah, last time I played that, I was like, man, he moves so slow. I really wish that I could like run on here. There was like a fucking run button because yeah, I feel like his movement is so fucking slow. 
But no, it looks, it looks good. That's the only game I bought this week, so and so I had to definitely mention it because I paid full price for it, but it's twenty now. It's a it's a selector. Oh nice. Yeah. And I just wanted to like complete my Zelda machine, my three DS, which has I, I currently have, you know, the original Zelda, Zelda two through the virtual console, then I have both of the Oracle games, and I have um of course I have now I have Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, and then I have Link Between Worlds. Am I missing anything? Uh Link to the Past, virtual console. So I've just got like a ton of Zelda content on my 3DS and toss a coin to your 3DS. Like it's a great little system <laughs> and it's a friend of humanity. Um, Did you have to, can you still add points or add money like in the 3DS eShop? I just went to add what needed and, and like it, it remembered it. Oh, okay. I don't know. I think I bought something on there like six months ago or something. I can't remember what it was, but it was recently enough that all my information was still saved. Because I thought on the Wii U you couldn't add money anymore or something like that. We reported on it like a long time ago. Yeah, the 3DS is not like that. But you can still do it on there. Because I remember saying that like you can go you can do it on the you can do it on the eShop through the Switch and then it'll be on there for the Wii U or the 3DS. I just literally went to, you know, add necessary funds or whatever the, the option is and the game downloaded pretty quickly after that. How did how did it feel to be on that eShop? There's an eShop you haven't seen in a while, the 3DS one. I mean, I cycled through it a little bit, hoping that there was something else I would want. And I was like, I want to, I want to buy a 3DS game. Yeah. And honestly, that's the one that I wanted, and and so I arrived at it pretty quickly. I didn't really browse that much. I mean, just, I looked, at, I looked at some more of the Super Nintendo games, and and you know, and I almost talked myself out of it, out of this, because I'm like, I know that Ocarina of Time him. eventually is going to be on the Switch. There's no way around it. Yeah. They're going to do something with it, but it won't be in full 3D, like stereoscopic 3d no this version's definitely an uh a special thing that you can only get in this spot so that's how i talked myself into it and i bought it and i have it i'm glad that your uh, 3ds is getting the love now it is all it took it's was my dragon only quest portable 8. system currently <laughs> all it took was a dragon quest 8 to, to bring it back to 3ds 3ds and is great yeah i said dragon quest is love dragon quest is life because <laughs> also played dq builders 2 demo Still loving that. The jumbo. I haven't gotten a whole lot further, but I did build my first, you know, house and beds and went and talked to the king of what is it, the guardian spirit? Oh, the the mole or the what the guy he's like uh, it's the hammer the, guy. Yeah, one of those dudes with the hammers. I was gonna ask you if you well, I guess you haven't you haven't left that island yet, have you? No, but I own that island. I didn't realize that he gave me that island. Oh so yeah, that's that's cool. like your that's like your hub. That that's your island where you can kind of build whatever and that's kinda like your home base. But I, I was just curious if the demo would let you leave to that first island because I feel like that would be what sells people. Like That's supposedly what the, the Jumbo there. demo is because okay. it didn't do that in the original demo, but the Jumbo demo has the first, at least the first island. Okay. Second one after that, too. I think it's just the first one. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to keep playing it. I mean, I love it. And if I had one qualm, if I had one thing to complain about, it's just that it takes so damn long to load. Once oh, you yeah, it does it. But, it. but then it doesn't. But then it doesn't load after that. But I literally like went like I start I like clicked on the switch menu to open the game up, went in my kitchen, got some food out of my fridge, got all the dishes together I needed to put it in the oven, started preheating my oven, got it all put in there. Like I had to spend at least two or three minutes like getting everything set up to like get some food cooking while I played the game. Yeah. And uh I finally like put it in the oven, set the timer on the oven, and then I hear the game booting up behind me finally, like hearing the music of it. Mm. So it just takes so damn long. And oh, so, to get started, even like not even to get right. So I wonder, field. like yeah. as a portable game, 
that's going to be really frustrating to not be able to just jump into it if you don't already have it running in sleep mode or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that could be something that's not the same in the final version. Maybe it's just the demo that's like that, but whatever. I mean, I still like it. I'm going to keep playing it. Lastly, I want to mention I did get my highest place in Tetris 99, and I just did this last night. So less than 24 hours ago, I got my highest place, which is fourth. Ah, nice. My my previous highest place was sixth. So it's not a huge difference, but I still was pretty proud that I got up to fourth place. Yeah. And uh, I've just gotten a lot more into Tetris 99. I've been doing the daily goals. I want to try to get a lot of those themes that I missed out on, like first and foremost, I want the Game Boy theme. That's what I'm working on right now. But uh, I got to where I can get T spins kind of on demand. Oh, I sort of figured those out. And uh, I've also got uh, the this week. I got the badge for getting ten or more KOs in a single match, a single online match. So I got my shark. It's like a shark oh, icon that you could put as your. Uh, that's my icon. avatar. That's the avatar that I use. Is the yeah, shark. I'm gonna I'm gonna rock that for as long as I can. Oh, I've been I, using. I haven't it. seen anything else that's more I've, impressive. So I've far. been using it since it since the update because I had yeah. it was fairly early when the game came out, but I got a 15 KO game nice. one time, and Ooh. I and and uh, and then they did that update, and yeah, I've been using the shark. The shark has been my icon because yeah, I don't can't really think of one that's better that looks better than that. So my partner is still consistently better at this game than me. Has she gotten like a, our averages, but. Like a th- has she gotten third then? Is well, her, her I think her highest place is also fourth. But I just yeah. mean like consistently on it on average because we'll always play five matches and average it out. And she always is more like in the she averages like in tw- the twenties, mm. and I average in like the forties. So she's really good. She doesn't play as aggressively as me, but she does utilize all the attacks and stuff as much as she can, and like switches out her attacks and stuff. So she's gotten more like proficient in like doing all that stuff in the game and improved as a result and i'm trying to do the same kind of thing i just get like to where i just want to like make all tetrises and that's bad you can't just do that unless you're good at it i mean you <laughs> got to set up combos and stuff and sure. you got to try to get those t-spins those t-spins yeah. are worth a lot have you have you guys tried doing the the one-on-one on the same screen have you have you done that like we have each yeah. other in it's, that way it's fun but it's like you can only do it with a computer yeah and uh Unless you set the computer a really high difficulty, it's not very challenging. And so yeah. we we did it on like the first couple of levels of difficulty and we would get to the final two and it would just be us attacking each other, which is great. Yeah. Well, kind of I mean, wanted what what we wanted to do the entire time. But for that, yeah. It seems kind of like a lot to go through to be able to be one on one. Yeah, you can't just do a straight up one on one with no one else. So you have to have the ninety nines. I still think everybody should buy the the expansion. Like the extra stuff they give you is a lot of fun and yeah it's only it's only 10 bucks it's only 10 bucks and i've gotten a lot of a lot of time out of this free game so even at ten dollars i've more than paid for my standard of a dollar an hour you can uh, do that eventually you can play it offline you can play it on the plane yeah. you pay ten dollars you can play it like you did the original game boy one mm-hmm. tetris 99 is a fantastic game and it's moving up in my list of all my like all-time favorite games for sure the more i play it oh it's so. really good all-time favorite game not just switch games right it's just like right. it's one of the best multiplayer games i've ever played and i wish it was more you know like interactable in the sense that i wish i could play with people locally a little easier but if there's ever a time where i get to like play online or you know i'm like at an event and i'm playing with multiple people at once yeah but I, apex we should try to do that at, at a mgc I mean, 
you and me can at least play like system to system, but maybe if we can find some other people that have it too, we could all play system to system. Like it was really cool when we did that, uh, when we did that switch meetup where like we had eight people going at once locally, like that was pretty rad where you're all like sitting at a table mm -hmm. and, just, and just playing head to head on our own switches. That was cool. So, yeah, I dropped 20 bucks this week on video games. Otherwise, I've just been loving the stuff I already have. So, hell yeah, Switch. And hell yeah, 3DS. Yeah. So, I'm not that upset that we're living in the dark times between uh, Nintendo Directs because I'm good, man. <laughs> I've got I've got plenty Ooh. of game stuff to play for a long time. I don't need, oh, I don't, yeah. I don't need no Directs. But, I mean, we'll, there'll be one eventually, but I don't really. I'm not like, I'm not like oh, I really need a Direct because I have a lot of stuff to do on the Switch. I mean, I mean it hurt my soul to delete Smash from my memory, but that also speaks a lot about how many good games there are. Yeah. Oh, and I played Witcher 3 this week as well, but I'm still like, I'm at the point where I'm like helping that guy, the Baron or whatever with his... With the with demon the baby. baby? Yeah, the demon baby. <laughs> I love that part. That's like one of my favorite parts. And I got to that part, I remember you talking like, you know, several months ago about... uh Saving the the guy the guy that was burning or whatever and I <laughs> fucked that up too. Yeah, I saved right. the horses, but I didn't save the guy. I, I didn't even yeah I just didn't even go find the guy. It just like I ended up in a different cutscene. I'm like oh I guess that guy's dead. Did you end up having a fist fight with the Baron? Is that a thing that normally happens? Oh I think we did. I think okay. I think that's what happened. It didn't seem like it was right, but I yeah. tried not to fight him and he started killing me, so I fought back. Have you have you done the flashback where um? Where you get to be, what's her name? The one that you're looking for? Yeah, I did that. Did you do the one where you where you had the horse race against the Baron? No, I haven't done that yet. Okay, well, sorry, spoilers, minor spoilers. There, there's a horse race, and I fucked it up. Like, and it, and there's no way you can't redo it. So it'll just be forever in the history that you lost that horse race against the Baron. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, figure out how to how to ride your horse in that. I wish it was as easy as the horse races in uh, Dragon Quest Eleven. Oh See, yeah, I definitely. went through and did all those also the other day. I just went and went and beat all of them. Like, There's city. still so much for me to do in Dragon Quest Eleven. Like, I actually look forward to the day where I have nothing else to do and I can get back into that game to go back in and just try to do some of the quests and stuff. So yeah, we're in the dr we're in a dry spell, like you were saying, Trey. But it's a good I still dry just spell. Have so much on my plate with what I already own, and then starting to want to like think about like maybe grabbing Bloodstained and these other games I've been putting off, even Fire Emblem, like. There's just so much still. Yeah. And shit, I never beat Mario yeah. and Rabbids. I forgot about that game. And something, I always get reminded of this every time I go to Walmart, but in case you forgot, Walmart sells all of the Switch games for $10 off. I don't know how they do that, but they're all... And aside from Ring Fit, Ring Fit is still 70 there. But uh, but like main but main games, like if you went to buy a Fire Emblem there, it's 50 instead of 60 exploitation so like all yeah all of their games are 10 are 10 dollars less than anywhere else which is yeah so if you want to get a physical one at a cheaper rate that's definitely the place to get it and no matter what it is like yeah like bloodstained is 40 so but it's 30 there you know same with like ukulele or like any of the other like 40 dollar games they're 30 dollars at, at walmart so well, that's awesome i didn't know that yeah so everything is same with like like i saw like saints row there it's 30 instead of 40 like on eShop. so everything is ten dollars off i'm gonna go shop for some ten dollar games there the, they don't have any ten dollar games physical no? okay so <laughs> yeah not even twenty dollar games i think the cheapest you'll get them is like 30 maybe 20 i don't remember any being any being there for 20 but i mean yeah they're ten dollars off so all the time i gotta swing by walmart sometime i've actually i don't think i've ever bought a game at a walmart I used to buy a lot of games there because they would have a lot of sales. 
Like, I remember there being a lot of game cheap GameCube games that I got there. I think even, like, I bought one of the Resident Evils there for, like, 30 bucks, 20 bucks, Something like that. It might have been, like, one of the... Like, way later, but it went on sale there before it did anywhere, it did anywhere else, so I remember doing that. Walmart's great for uh, getting the classic editions, I've learned. Just in my case, because... The minis? You know, I cared about the Walmart I went to. And then I got my car hit while I was in line. Yep. <laughs> that was a fun time for all, including the car. So I guess I could talk about my experience. Yesterday, I was at the bus stop. I just got off the bus, and I was walking my way home, and for whatever reason, I just I felt compelled to just like turn around and look behind me one more time as I was walking away from the bus stop. And that's when I saw the next bus roll up, and on the side of the bus was the ad for Sonic the Hedgehog the movie. Wow. It's a couple weeks away. It's 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 getting there. Yeah, I hear just like you know what, it's what a Valentine's what? movie, right? Yeah, it's like the fourteenth, I think, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe like three weeks away. But I've seen people. I know what I'm doing for that romantic holiday. <laughs> I've I've seen people like already planning like viewing parties and stuff on on the social meets, and I'm like I'm like, do I need to see that movie in the theater? I'm like, I don't think I do. I don't know what I'm going to do because I'm conflicted. I'm yes, I want to I want to see a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. But I don't want to support a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Yeah. I don't want to support it financially because I know it's going to be awful, right? I also don't want to steal a movie. I don't, I don't think you should do that. But, um, yeah, but, I, don't know. I think it's going to be... I'll find out what I'm going to do that weekend. I'll just find myself in the theater or, or I won't. But, yeah, that feeling of, like, seeing it on the bus... Like when you see it on a trailer you. or whatever, cool. It's a few months out. You see a poster, it might be a month or two out, whatever. When it's on the bus, it's like it's coming out in like two or three weeks. <laughs> you know, like it's happening. So I don't know. I'll just buckle in, see what happens. Did you see the promotion for the? It's like I think it's through Carl's Jr. or Jack in the Box or something. Jack in the Box. That's yep. the mini tacos. Mm-hmm. It's like. Yep. And online people were like, but you literally sell chili dogs there. Why did you do why did you do mini tacos? Oh, for Sonic? It's it's yeah. not it's not a chili dog thing. True. Weird. Yeah. Can can you get they, Sonic? They already had the chili dogs and instead they're doing mini tacos, which are like bite sized tacos. I don't even understand. They're not like taquitos, they're like small tacos. Hmm. Mm. Can you get like um Sonic toys, like Happy Meal style toys? Do they do that at Sonic? I guess not. I don't know. The Jack in the Box? Yeah, or Jack in the Box. Sonic, oh, no. It's Jack in the Box. Jack in the yeah, Box. it's not Sonic. Why is it not Sonic? Yeah, I th- I automatically thought it was Sonic because they have because they do have chili dogs there. And they're called Sonic. Yeah. Why isn't the promotion with Sonic and the chili dogs at Sonic? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It doesn't make, doesn't make people, sense. I mean, these franchises fight over this stuff. I mean, you remember yeah. Disney was all over the place with who, what restaurants had their toys for a while there. Yeah, that's true. But this one seems like such a shoe in. Like I know. I don't know. Every step of the way with this movie, it just says they're not in tune with the franchise or the fans. I mean, even like Sonic the Restaurant, like you're in such a hurry that you just have people serve you at your car. Like that's so Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> you got to move through. You do. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Other thing I've been doing this week is actually I, the other day I, I remembered, oh yeah, Switch records videos and stuff. So I was looking back at some of the videos that I've recorded over the months, or I guess it's been maybe a year or two since they started recording videos. And I just realized, like, yeah, I wish I wish they had some way to like easily export the videos. Like, I don't want I don't want post my videos on Facebook necessarily. I would rather like 
You should try a little place called Twitter, John. It's a real, it's a real nice place. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't want to do that either. I like Twitter. If you follow the right people, it can be fun. But I wanted something to like. I wanted like something on on Switch to cut together your your videos. Yeah. Well, I mean, if on the you, system, if That'd you find a cool. way to capture your system, you can just you know do it like that. Like a lot, a lot of the stuff that I had in my top ten video were actually thirty second videos that I had captured. So it it can help you do that. But you but you need you know you need like a capture card and a computer and all that stuff to be able oh, to that's do it. Yeah. It'd be cool. But, um, yeah, be, I was enjoying looking at some of those, and most of them were, were Mario Maker at this point. Mm-hmm. My were favorite they- one that I captured was at the end of the level so sometimes now what people will do is when they get to the end of the level before everybody else like a long time before they just kind of park it right by the flagpole and wait for everybody and then they jump on to, mm-hmm. to show off to people right and so one of my favorite videos i saw yesterday was i came up through a warp pipe to the end of the level and there was little luigi standing right by the flagpole like up, up on a platform and he did the little crouch thing the little teabag thing to like, haha, I got you. <laughs> and then he took a flying leap and he completely missed and he dove right into the lava. And so, and then I took the flagpole for the win. Uh, that was my, my favorite video that I saw yesterday. But, you know, memories. We already talked about Mario Maker 2. Oh, just on a personal level, I wanted to mention I got a project that I worked on that is going to be on TV. So if anybody wants to watch it, uh, it's going to be on BET on Wednesday, January 29th at 10 p.m. Eastern. It's called Canal Street. You can watch this movie that uh, I was a part of. I, I was one of the writers on it, along with my friends Adam Key and uh, Ryan Lamar. And Ryan actually directed the movie. So, yeah, check it out. Do me a favor and you know support our movie. I would, I would appreciate that. That's awesome. You're going to be on cable. That's right. I do have BET on my uh, sling, so I could, like, record it and watch it. Is there any chance of it, like, showing up on Amazon Prime or anything like that? Like, a lot of the movies that I've done are on are on Amazon Prime now. Like that it's I not did, on like streaming yet. You can buy it, yeah. buy it, rent it, and all the different services. Mm-hmm. Um, not on streaming yet. But BT is going to have it for a three-month window. Okay, so, cool. Yep. So, yeah, check so that out. That's next week at what You're time? that sweet, sweet, what do they call it? Every time the movie plays, you get a royalty for it, right? I can't really speak to the, the details <laughs> and all that stuff, but. Yeah, it's nice to be on cable. It's first for me. So I, I, Every time you watch this movie, John gets some money. It just shows up in his bank account immediately. <laughs> right? That would be nice. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I just appreciate everybody who's out there. Um, if you'd watch the movie, and, you know, it's a, we, we put a lot of work into it. This is definitely a labor of love, yeah. Labor what, of love. What, oh, we started writing it, oh, 2007, I think. What, what time is in Chicago? Right? What time is it, it on again? Chicago, yeah. What, what's the schedule for Wednesday? When's it on? 10 p.m. Eastern. 10 p.m. Eastern. 10 p.m. So Eastern. 9 yes. p.m. Central. 7 p.m. Pacific. Yeah. So mark mm-hmm. your calendars and all that, and I'll, I'll put it in the details too, so you can check cool. it out there. In this That's search. freaking awesome, man! Congratulations. Thanks. Yeah. BET, which you can, I think it's, yeah, it's on my sling and I don't remember, I think it might be with both of the, the different options. So, so yeah, you might be able to get it somewhere or maybe there's a BET streaming app. I don't know. I haven't looked into that. I see like most channels have that nowadays. So maybe you can watch it through that as well or just buy it on Amazon prime. I'm sure yeah, you, you can buy it on Amazon, I'm iTunes, sure. all that stuff. I'm sure you can rent it for like five bucks or something. Give it a you look. Get a DVD if you want this for sale yeah. on DVD. Yeah. But yeah, thank you. Is that it? <laughs> that it? Well, I want I want to talk about something on the first part of our show, just because 
it's our first part of our show. But just uh, I thought about it when Jeremy said that he had beaten a game this year, which actually you beat two games this year, Jeremy, because you beat Donut County also. Oh, that's right. You mentioned it last week. Yeah, I but, played through it in one sitting. And that was another thing that I forgot to mention that I bought last week. I bought the soundtrack to Donut County because it's good. I bought it's it for great. $10 on iTunes, and I, I I like to support independent video game soundtrack creators. So I was like, hey, I haven't bought a soundtrack in a while, so I bought, so I bought that. So that's my newest uh, music that I got. It was in last week's episode, so if you listen to it, you heard it on there. But I was thinking about doing uh, – just because we were talking about, like, we had so much stuff from last year, like, backlog stuff to get through. And I've been thinking about doing a backlog thing in this on the show for a while. Uh, I'd like to have to have a contest this year. And this is a year-long contest. Just basically where we will keep points for which games we complete. And I was thinking to just do, like, maybe we'll add extra points depending on what they are. What I was thinking is, like, so you get you get a point. You get a point for a game that's released this year that's under 20 hours would be would be one point. And if you beat something from last year, you get an extra point for it, or anything from a previous year, like as a backlog. You get two points for that. So you get two points for Luigi's Mansion, Jeremy, automatically. And Donut County. And Donut County, yeah, because those are both released in previous years. You should get zero points for Donut County. It'd make more sense. No. <laughs> Good points for Donut County. It's a good game, but uh, yeah. So, so that's uh, and I was thinking like, well, what if? So, let's say like maybe every ten hours that you spend after the twenty-hour mark, may or maybe like from maybe past twenty to fifty, that's another that's another point. And if you beat a game that's over fifty hours, you get another point for that. So, and I and I wanted to open this up to the readers, to the readers, to the listeners here, that they could participate as well. And I was going to say, like, you know, take a picture of yourself with your Switch over the credits, something like that, and tag us on Twitter, at Nintendomain, and I'll do, like, a, I'll, I'll do, I'll make up a hashtag or something. Nintendo underscore domain, yeah. And I'll make up a hashtag or something for it, hashtag that, and we'll keep your points as well. And uh, I'm not sure exactly what I'm going to do, because it's a year-long thing, maybe like a free game, maybe an eShop card, something like that. But yeah, we'll all keep track of our uh, backlog stuff and just beating games in general, and we'll see where we're at. And I will keep a tally of your of whatever you send us that you have beaten under under your whatever your username is. And at the end of the year, we'll tally them up. And I thought it'd be a fun thing to do between us and and between the listeners. So everybody should participate in that. And I'll put more information about it in the description, of course. But that's an idea that I had, and I think we're gonna go forward with that. Does that sound like a fair scoring system to you guys? I do think it does, and it also for me personally, it's just well, Jeremy's already ahead because you get four points. Yeah, it's just another push <laughs> to like I want to beat Dragon Quest Eight, which I'm gonna get a bunch of points for because that came out what in like the mid two thousands. Yeah, I mean that counts. That counts out. as a backlog game. So I'm just kidding. Well, I'm not. I'm not counting by year. I'm just saying anything that isn't this year, I'm getting an, you yeah, get an yeah. extra point. But you'd get like well, I don't know how long that game is. But yeah, uh, so that's that's what I'm thinking about that. And you know, be be honest about about your games that you're beating. You know, like uh, I, I I think we have a small enough listener base that I don't think anybody's going to go crazy and try to like cheat on it. But you know, we're kind of. Honesty is the best policy and all that. And of course, you know, between us, I believe that you guys have beat it. You know, you're not going to make make up that you beat it, you know, just because. Mm-hmm. So so that type of thing. But yeah, that's a that's a contest that I 
am saying is starting now. So tweet at me, Nintendo underscore domain, every time you beat something. And, you know, prove that you did it. Take a picture of you holding your Switch or you in front of a TV. And I'm saying that this counts for any, for like any Nintendo system is what I'm going for. So. So yeah, so there you are. You could beat you could beat stuff on Wii U, Super Nintendo, whatever. So yeah, and I know I guess that opens up people like you know tearing through like Super Punch Out and stuff like that in a day. But you know whatever. I, I counted like me beating F Zero as beating a game last year, so I think it's fair game. I do too. But uh, yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. Uh, yeah, have at it. But you know, since we're a Nintendo only podcast, Nintendo only stuff is all I ask. But yeah, be creative, have fun with it, and uh, it'll be a cool thing to talk about as a report every episode. That'll be it'll be a fun thing to go through. Cool. All right. Well, let's take a break, and then we'll talk about news and stuff. Sounds good. Hey, you! It's me, Mario! Yeah, you! <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon to hear our bonus shows, which happen every month. I'm a tired! Tired of all the big corporate podcasts spoon-feeding you the same old video game news on every single show? Ah, spaghetti. Ah, ravioli. Then expand! Wow! With Nintendo Main Expansion Pack. It's us talking about old games that were important to us. It's us interviewing people that we meet at conventions. And heck, it's live shows from those same conventions. It's basically everything you could want that Nintendo Main ever made. Here we go! And it's just a buck a month. That's less than a bad indie on the eShop. It's $12 a year, which is less than Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon and supporting Nintendo Main. Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and... Hey, Mario, let go! He's throwing us back to the show! So long, gay Bowser! Patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast! Game over! Yeah, so let's talk about the news for the week. Here is the news. I promise you it's the news. 
So on sale is Killer Queen Black for ten bucks. Yeah. Didn't Killer Queen go up to eight player local too? Didn't they do an update? Yeah, I hope they add that because I tried playing Killer Queen like while it was at, while it was Jess's brother's house over Christmas, and we couldn't play because we didn't have a strong enough internet connection, so we couldn't play it because there's no offline mode, which is really weird. Like it couldn't just be like four of us versus four bots. We had to try to connect to the internet, and where we, and where we were at in the house, it didn't have that great of an internet con- connection, so we couldn't connect. So I couldn't play the game. So we ended up not being able to play the game at all, which is a total bummer. So I hope they add that. But but you're but I think. They're saying that you could do like a full eight player, right? Like, uh, right. You can do it entirely locally. Yeah. And I think on one system. Both GameStop and Amazon are doing buy two, get one free. Yeah. Oh, cool. So that's GameStop until the 25th. And then Amazon. I just saw this earlier today. Not sure what this, when this goes to. And they, but yeah, check out Amazon. Get a these, couple games for buy two, get one free. And they're pre owned games at GameStop, which they actually do this a lot. The buy two, get one free. Sometimes they do buy one, get one free. But it has to be used. But on Amazon, does it have to be used? Or is that just new? Amazon, I think it's new because it includes not only games, but a bunch of books and movies, too. Yeah. Yeah, they're talking about, like, the Aladdin game, um, Super Monkey Ball, Banana Blitz, or games for other systems like Death Stranding. Yeah, so there's a couple to choose from. Yeah. Go on and check it out. I'm sure it would show you if you go to the actual account. I'm going to actually buy Death Stranding this week. If you can get it for free, then no, it's probably too much. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's great. One thing I almost bought, I mean, I'm kind of glad I didn't, but I almost impulse bought it because it was on sale, was the uh, the Neo Geo Mini. Oh, okay. Oh, it's not out yet, There's though. There's a Samurai Showdown version, a limited edition version that went on sale. That's kind of cool. It was like 60-something for the with two controllers in the system, and I almost bought it. Oh, That's the one that has a screen on it, too, right? Oh, you're talking about the arcade thing. Yeah, and it has 40 titles on it, including all the Showdown games, which it's Showdown-themed, but it has two controllers, so you could play it um, either on the TV or in the portable mode with two controllers, and you don't have to use the the built-in controls on the arcade stick. Because there is a... I mean, there is actually a Neo Geo... No, is it? No, it's not a Neo Geo, is it? No, never mind. It's Turbo Graphics. I was gonna say there's a, there's another there's a mini coming out, but it's that Turbo Graphics mini that's coming out later later mm-hmm. this year. It's a really cool thing, and I kind of wish I had bought it because it's not on sale anymore, and it's a lot more expensive now. But I just couldn't really justify like it's just a lot of the fighting games, which right. I'm just not a huge fighting game person. Like I never really have been. I love Street Fighter Two, but like. This is all those SNK fight, like you know, '90s fighter yeah. games that people love, and then you know, on top of that, you got some soccer games and uh, golf games and uh, a few shooters, but mostly the roster is uh, fight the fighting game series, the Neo Neo Geo ones. But you know, I almost bought it; it looks cool. But then I saw there's just like a ton of special editions of this console, so might as well just wait until one's. You know, I find a second-hand one or something that I really want. Yeah. If it helps any, I read in the reviews that the screen is not that great. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think it as... It's like a mini arcade. A standalone thing. unit, it's meant to be a decoration. And yes, it's fully functional without plugging it into a television through the HDMI. But the, the screen's an afterthought. I think they were just trying to stand apart in, in the minis and the, the glut of those things at the time. And they made, Sounds made about a, right. They made a weird decision, but I guess it does... 
it's distinctive compared to the other ones. It does make me want it a little bit more. It's like its own. Mm. It's like its own mini arcade, right? It's, it's yeah. kind of what it's going for. Yeah, with a full size like joystick. Yeah, but it comes with two, so you can play two player. It also includes an extra controller, yeah. and it's, some of the special editions have two controllers. Yeah. Well, let's you know, let's move on to sales really quick. Fire Emblem Heroes has earned more than five hundred million dollars since launch. That's true. I believe that. I mean, that's it's like gotcha. It's like gotcha mechanics stuff. Mm-hmm going on with that and some people still play it i only played it barely uh, just enough to cover it that one time that we talked about it and i never we've talked about it many times i don't play games on my phone i don't don't care so it's just remarkable to me like i mean it's remarkable to anybody it's 500 million dollars but i just don't ever really conceive of people spending that much just messing around on their phone on the subway Playing like little gotcha games. You got you got to get that you got to get that Byleth on there, man, <laughs> or like whatever version of character that you're trying to get. You know, I feel like there's got to be someone out there that maybe that would maybe eventually be on a podcast that would just be like, I have all the money I need to beat these games. Repay. Oh yeah, I, I thought a lot of it was just trying to unlock the right characters or the characters that you want. I think is what because can't you get multiples of the same character even like. I think the gotcha mechanic, it, it's not like once you get something, you can't get it anymore. Like, yeah. You could just keep getting the same kind of like shitty one you don't want or whatever. But I, but I think if you pay more, you get a higher percentage of getting one that you don't already have or like a rare one or a better one. I think it's the reason that people spend money on it. I'm really happy. I just have never been. There's no mobile games that have sunk their teeth into me like. Angry Birds way back in the day, you know, I'll admit, I loved Angry Birds. Oh, yeah, I played through that all the way. I played Angry Birds and Star Angry Birds Wars, Star even. Wars was yeah. really cool. <laughs> I played that one, too, yeah. <laughs> but, like, that's, like, my extent of mobile games I've got hooked on. I guess, well, Peggle, but Peggle was more of a computer thing, and I just wanted a portable version. Yeah, that one was good, too. Also, like, uh, Plants vs. Zombies, that was another game that I played through on, on phone. A phone game. But that I was, only played that on my computer. But I think that was just out of... Just the neatness that you could play games on your phone, which which I kind of fell out of pretty quickly. But for like a year there, I thought it was cool. <laughs> like when it was new, I guess. I mean, it's like I don't really play computers on my or computers. I really don't play games on my computer, and it's sitting right in front of me. Like, yeah. You play games on the things that are specialized for doing that. Yeah. We don't have to get into that right now, though. You don't have to deal with updates and stuff and whatever. Mm-hmm. But aside from that, Oxenfree game that you guys played. You guys both played that, right? Yeah, I did. I yeah, it. it was on sale. What was it? it that was, was like the first cheap. year. You guys played it the first year, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I got it for Christmas of not this past Christmas, but the one before that. I thought um, it was, I thought it was 2017 because didn't you guys both have it on your list? Or no? I think John did. I put it on my list. Um, yeah, maybe it was 2017. I don't remember, but one Christmas it went on sale for five it was bucks. Really That's when early. I got it. Yeah, it was a really yeah. early Switch release. I mean, I sort of remember it. It was a walking simulator for sure. Yeah, but it's it's like a now. along the lines of an, an interactive novel. Mm. Is the way I saw it. It's definitely a more story based game. What I thought was cool about it was the conversations felt fluid. It didn't feel stilted. Like I was just selecting random bits of dialogue, or whatever. Mm. It felt dynamic. Um, mm. That was my favorite part of the game, and the the general mood was pretty on point. It has like weird sort of almost like emo electric electronic vibe. I don't know how to say it, but very mellow, very chill, and kind of eerie. A little Twilight Zone feel to it. Yeah, um, it's very Twilight Zone. I'll give mm-hmm. you 
but it's in the news now because um, the developers saying that the game had surprising success on Switch. And actually, in the article, they even said it, they kind of see a spike every weekend. That seems weird. They're talking about it now. This much later. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like so many years after. And they're also well, one of the things that they were, they were talking about it for was um, the developer actually has uh, uh, another game coming up on the Switch. Um, after Party was part of. The, it's called After Party. Yeah. Yeah. That's another bit of news that. Um, they basically, in this article, kind of, kind of low-key announced a new game. So if you uh, like Doxin Free, look out for After Party. It's coming to Switch. Do we know much about it other than the name? They didn't go into too many details in the article. No, they did. It just as a, another narrative-driven title. The big thing I remember about Oxen Free was, like, it was all about radio frequencies. Like, you had to dial in certain mm-hmm. radio frequencies to, like, progress the story. And that part was pretty cool, how the environment would sort of, like, well, especially, like, what, you're, like, in caves and, like, the crystal structure the crystals that are like reacting to uh, the radio frequency and stuff. No, that was a really cool game. And I played through it pretty quick. In fact, I think John, if I remember correctly, you're the one who was like, Hey, this is on sale. Let's play this or whatever. And then I ended up getting it and like playing through it pretty quickly. And uh, the game, the, the game that's remind me the most of this one since that I've played, which is actually on switch, but I played it on um, steam, but it, firewatch. They've got a similar sort of vibe and being like in a park and um, being, like I said, like sort of a walking simulator. I know that's kind of a, not necessarily a term of endearment, but it's a game you're experiencing more than like competitively fighting your way through. Right, right, right. Is it kind of like a night in the woods? I never played that game. That one's sort of like that too. I mean, that's a walk. That felt like a walking simulator, but I, I enjoyed that game. Same. We, we, uh, no, it definitely falls in, or like Life is Strange. I haven't played the the sequel, but I've only I played the original Life is Strange, and like that was on the recommendation of a lot of people. And uh, it, it's an amazing game, but it's definitely like that's a walking simulator uh, for sure. Yeah, it's just you know, yeah. I'm not Life is Strange. Right, is that what it's called? I think I might be confusing it with something else. I don't know. I know there's a game called Life is Strange, but I don't know what happens in it. Maybe got a couple else. interesting rumors. Well, hold on. Uh, Sorry, gone home. That's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. Gone home, not not life is strange. I want to talk. Uh, I want to talk real quick. Uh, there, there's there's some games coming out this week. Speaking of being in sort of a drought, there's actually some mm-hmm. cool stuff happening this week. Uh, Stranger's Wrath, that Oddworld game that I bought a while ago because it was on sale. I actually already own it. Will be out by the time this ga- this show happens. So, it comes out on the 23rd. And uh, I'll be interested to play that, and I'll definitely talk about it next week. But it's like a first-person shooter based in the Odd World world, and uh, you shoot living ammo and stuff like that, like bugs and shit. So it looks pretty interesting. It's coming out this week. The Shinobi Sega Ages is coming out as well. Same with Fantasy Zone. Uh, so if you're into those Sega Ages games, we got both of those. Those are like seven ninety nine, so they're not too expensive. I'm always interested as to like what sort of quality of life thing they added they add in there to make it more playable. That's what I always find more inter- for, find interesting about the Sega Ages games. And I'm wondering about uh oh, there's a rewind feature in Shinobi, so that's cool. That should help you help you get better. So that's what's added on the Ages part. And Fantasy Zone is like a shooter that's on there that I remember. I played it a little bit, but never really got into it. But I might I might get the Shinobi. I don't know. But I think that's I think that's the big. Oh, yeah, there, there's also a price up for the speaking simulator. I know we talked about that a couple weeks ago. It's, it's How much a, is it? It's $20 total, but it's actually sitting at $18 right now. 
because it's on sale, and it's on sale till the thirtieth. And it's really oh, actually oh, that's, that's for preload, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's on sale. Okay. It's on sale until it releases, and it releases on the thirtieth. So, mm. so it's ten percent off. So it's so it's eighteen right now. So if you get it now, you save those two extra bucks. I like I like these like early sales that they do. They they've been doing a lot of them on here. Mm-hmm. I think that's mostly what's out for the for the week. There's actually one that I that I've seen some talk about online that I was actually kind of kind of almost interested in getting. Oh yeah, super super crush KO. I've seen people talking about that, and including uh. What's his name? Jose Otero talked about it as well. Who works for Nintendo now, from IGN. But it's like a, it's like kind of a two D beat 'em up. But you get to do different stuff. Like you could, like part of it is shooting, like part of it is fighting, like part of it is like, like Street Fighter type moves. And there's, and it's all about like alternating combos. And and you're basically a lady who's going to save your cat. And I like say I like cats. So I don't know. They look like an interesting game, and it's super, super stylized. It was it was by the same guys who did that. Uh, exploding machine game that came out like towards the beginning of the switch but yeah that's another one i thought was interesting to look at if anybody's looking for something to play this week i think that's what we got for the for the releases aside from more musho games there's also like a collector's edition of graveyard keeper that came out do you know anything about that i saw that and i don't really get it other than that it has one extra dlc that i don't think i have on my copy okay and I also noticed, uh, as far as sales go, um, the Samurai Showdown sale, I think, is only going to be up for a couple more days. And it's weird because it doesn't come out till the end of February, but the actual sale for it is ending at the end of uh, January. But I know we talked before about forty four ninety nine, like being a sale from 60 That's actually not the case. It's uh, The game is selling for 50 and it's on sale for forty four ninety nine, so it's only $5 off. But if you buy the deluxe version which comes with, like, five extra characters, like, extra fighters, you, like, save more on that. So if anybody's looking into getting that, you should get the deluxe version, is, is what I saw. Because that's marked down from, like, 60, and that's more like, I think it's, like, 50, about. Yeah, the deluxe pack is 15% off, and that comes with, like, yeah, it's it's if 50, it's fifty ninety nine marked down from 60, but that seems to be the one to get because you get you get uh, four extra guys on there, and they're all marked at six dollars each. So you get like twenty extra dollars worth of stuff on there for like for like five dollars more than what it's on sale for. I don't know. I've been thinking about getting this game, so I just saw that. But it's only on sale till the twenty sixth. So so it'll be yeah, it'll, it'll be not on sale, but in the next couple of days. But if anybody was thinking about getting that Samurai Showdown, that's still up there. We're good on sales. All right, yeah, let's go. Let's go to the rumor report. Xbox Nintendo PlayStation Grand Prix rumors. I mean, there's a couple big ones here. Um, we got uh, well, this rumor is, about a 2D Metroid coming in 2020. So this is so we've seen rumors about this in the past. People have said like remake of Super Metroid, which I didn't believe, but this one actually seems like it might actually happen because if anybody played. Metroid 2 and beat it, it actually ends with a fusion scene. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. But there's mock troids at the end of Metroid 2 on on the 3DS. And this rumor so, says that it's related to Metroid Fusion. Yeah, I'm just saying that anybody this, this who, anybody who yep. played the actual game, which I'm sure a lot of these people didn't, but if you played through the game, it basically... Like Jeremy Parrish even mentioned it like when that game was new, like a few a few years ago, but... But yeah, at the end of the last 2D Metroid, 
you see Metroid Fusion stuff. So I find this more believable because I think that's where the actual development team was going with it, was that they were actually going to Fusion, not Super Metroid. So maybe this is, I mean, both of these rumors are things that I would like to happen, of course, you know. So I'm kind of more mm-hmm. for it, but I that doesn't mean any of them will. But but I we think it, say also that this rumor comes from Sabi. Yeah, put out a couple of rumors and last couple weeks. Yeah, but I mean, um, have any of them come true? I don't. Uh, I don't remember he, Sabi being. He, he was correct. notable. He's probably notable because he said he was notable. That's, that's how a lot of these people are. But no, I mean, yeah, it's. Uh, I'd like to there to be a new Metroid. 2D one, sure. You got to give us something before those like two years we still have to wait for Prime Four, whatever's happening with that. Mm-hmm. But I, I believe that I believe that's possible just because the way that M- Metroid Two ended, it looked like it was a fusion thing, and I already expected that's what they were making. If the, and if that's going to be part of the direct, then sure, you know I see that as being a possibility. But that doesn't, I don't know. That kind of seems like telling me that the sky will be blue tomorrow, but. But the the other rumor thing that he said, which I'd like to be true, but I just don't believe it because it seems too good to be true, is that they would be doing that they would be releasing a Paper Mario that's more along the lines of Thousand Year Door, also in twenty twenty, and and not and not the dreaded Sticker Star or Color Splash rather. <laughs> so that's one that I would like to believe, but I just I've been hurt so many times by Paper Mario. That I I don't know I, I don't I don't want to I don't want to put my emotions on that I'm just gonna no, have to hold it's out a remake of Thousand Year Door Yeah I I just I want it to be a new game but like Thousand Year Door is what I'd really like Same. and that's what a lot of people would like but I don't know they seem kind of they seem kind of out of touch with it you know kind of kind of how they were with like the Mario Party stuff so but then they did kind of take it back to what it was but they never really supported it so I don't know. I mean, I, I would love for there to be another Paper Mario game. Like, I think we all would, any fan of Paper Mario, and have it not be a sticker star color splash thing. You know, make make the battles mean something again, where we actually get experience points and don't just, like, lose stickers like how it was before. So I would like for that to happen. Maybe it's maybe it's something that, awesome. will, that will be with a direct. I don't know. But, yes, I'd like for it to happen. I I mean I I'd rather I'd rather see a new one than a, than a remake. I don't need a remake of uh, of Thousand Year Door. I mean I'll probably g- I'd get it and play it if they did it, but I want I want I want a new one. I want a new good Paper Mario in HD. You know, Thousand Year Door within the past couple of years. I I didn't pay a lot for it mainly because I didn't get the case. I just bought the discs, but I bought it for GameCube and probably spent a good thirty bucks on it. On a Thousand Year Door. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which we we had talked about possibly like playing through that. Yeah, we were gonna, but my cast, so but my copy didn't work. Where that announced? Fault. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah, we were gonna do like a book club thing about it, but it was my fault because my disc didn't load. My GameCube disc, That's which right. which really tried. broke really broke my heart because I love that game and it's breaks my heart because I'm like I can't play it as of right now. I might have to get another copy of it. So and it's not cheap, as you were saying, mm-hmm. thirty bucks without a case. It's not cheap. I did buy it when I bought my niece uh, a GameCube. I ended up getting a GameCube that came with it inside of it, no case, but just the disc. But still, like it was like a forty dollar GameCube with Thousand Year Door in it, and I thought that was a huge get. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. So that person didn't understand. They didn't they understand what they were like giving away there. Back. Yeah, forty dollars for a system with that game in there is like 
that's one of the best GameCube games. It's like, you know, boom, that's huge. So this, uh, well, there's another rumor that you'll probably be interested in, Trey. Yeah. Uh, I think this Mortal Kombat collection online is still happening. Yeah. I, I and think, not only that, but it's coming to Switch. I think this is believable. Uh, there were, there was a Mortal Kombat collection for PlayStation 3 that I had that I think just had like Mortal Kombat 1 and 2 on it, but. Yeah, if you want to if you want to re-release the arcades and make them online, I'm into it. I'll, I'll totally do it. Now it says it's still a thing, right? Did they like announce it and then it went away, and or, or yeah, just, so they just didn't talk about it? It was announced. When was it announced? Um, it was announced a while ago, and then as of April 19, 2019, it was reportedly canceled. Oh, okay. However, there is now a new rating appearing on the Pan European Game Information Board. So, this suggests that it is still alive. Yeah, and Peggy, their their description is Mortal Kombat Collection Online is the original Mortal Kombat trilogy. The Mortal Kombat's always Mortal Kombat fans always wanted upgraded art, gameplay, online features, provide an incredible experience that revived the classics with a K. So yeah, no, I'd be into that totally. Yeah, I I pay for that. And it's always a big thing for me, especially with Mortal Kombat One, for me being a Super Nintendo person. You know, we got the edited version of Mortal Kombat 1. So, like, getting... That's the whole one of the main reasons that I got it for PlayStation was because I wanted to play an arcade-perfect port of Mortal Kombat 1 because I never really got that. I got I got a different version on Super Nintendo. So, Mortal Kombat 1 kind of has a little spot in my heart because of that. And that's why I bought it, bought the Genesis version when I got a Genesis, just because that one had all the blood in it, even though it didn't look as good as the Super Nintendo version, I didn't think, but... But yeah, those and and Mortal Kombat Two was like my favorite Mortal Kombat for a long time. So I mean, I put a lot of time into that, and it's be nice to play have a good portable version. Like I remember, you know, I played I played a ton of Street Fighter on my Game Boy Advance on like Street Fighter Two Turbo Revival, or like Street Fighter Alpha Three. But there was never a good portable Mortal Kombat game. Like they tried to make them, but they were terrible. Like they were so <laughs> bad. So I mean, yeah, we can finally have a good. Portable Mortal Kombat. And I'm not talking about the original Game Boy Mortal Kombat, which I had that one also. But I'm talking about like Mortal Kombat Advance. Like that one was really, really bad too. And that was like a port of like Mortal Kombat 3. And it like came out like almost towards the end of the Game Boy. So it's like, what's happening here? But yeah, give, give me a Mortal, give me a portable Mortal Kombat. Give me a Mortal I'm going to say all three of these are happening. Mortable, portable. Sure. I, <laughs> I think, I think the most, I think the most believable one. Is the Mortal Kombat collection followed by Metroid and followed by Paper Mario? That's what I f- feel. That sounds about, about right. About their possibilities, but you know we'll talk about them when they happen, if they happen, of course. But yeah, I think Paper Mario's wait, they're uh, intelligent systems, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, they weren't the ones going under. It was the other ones. It was the Mario and Luigi guys. Oh, Alpha Dream. Yeah, intelligent systems is a uh, Fire Emblem. Right, so that's all they care about anymore. They're not going to be making Paper Mario games. Yeah, they don't seem to care that much. Yeah, because there there's some more DLC stuff with Fire Emblem that I found while we were recording here. I guess they're adding a couple characters, or well, one character so far. But there's a DLC thing that's going to have some extra shit to it. So I think they're working on that, but they might, I don't know, they might have, have had enough to split them up or maybe do something while, I don't know. Yeah, yeah you're right. I feel like a lot of they put a lot of their stuff on... Uh, three houses so who knows so yeah these these games that you have on games announced i actually kind of randomly found those in the eShop, like the metro redux games 
Ooh, like okay. they're in there they're now. There? Yeah, they're they're up. They're on the they're on the uh, coming soon games. Like nice. I I remember seeing a seeing like a video mentioning it, and I was like, oh, that'd be cool because that's more that's more first person shooter games on the Switch, and I don't feel like I feel like that's kind of a genre they're they're sort of lacking in. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got like you know they got Wolfenstein and Doom, but they don't have as many as like a lot of the other systems have. So it's nice to have some more first person action in there. But yeah, no, both of them, both of them have showed up on on the uh, coming soon. So they are they are real. Well, I mean, we said we said they were announced, but but they are. Yep. Let's see what the what Metro the, Redux is the first one, and then Seek Hearts. You mean, no, it's Metro Twenty Thirty Three and Metro Last Light are the two different Metro games that are on there. Uh, okay, you're talking about just the Metro games. Yeah, Metro Twenty Thirty Three Redux and Metro Last Light Redux. So yeah, they're they're up already. It says they're releasing on the twenty eighth, and they're only going to be twenty four ninety nine. So not not a bad price. Except for the pair of that. Um, That's for one. So, so they're fifty. They're fifty for both. So it's twenty four ninety nine each, which is not bad to me for for a re release. So so there you go. Also, uh, what is what is Seekarts? It's a sci fi RPG, and it's out now. So I thought you guys might be interested in that. Mm. I mean, there, there's so many RPGs on there, and I have a big backlog of RPGs that I don't see myself getting into it anytime soon. But the art style looks interesting. What else? After, so after, party, after party, party. But this game, Kingpin. This is kind of interesting. This is, it, is a game. Is it based on the that, movie? <laughs> is it based on the movie? <laughs> no, it's not based on the movie. It should be based on the movie. Remember that weird-ass movie? The one with Bill Murray. It's supposed to be like Sin City, but... The one where they go bowling. It's a weird ass movie. Oh, Kingpin. That, yeah. That's yeah. No, oh, I love that movie. I'll, I'll play a game based on that. Sure. Yeah. No, Comedy but, bowling game with Amish people. But but this but this Kingpin. No, this was um, so in 1999. This game came out called Kingpin, which was supposed to be like the hardcore gruesome. Um, you know, like shooter the, to end all shooters, like the new Doom, title, the the yeah. the gorier than Doom, Doom type thing. Exactly right. Yeah. No, I mean, I it's it seems like it's right up my alley. Like I like old old school first person shooters, especially ones you know I like gory ones. You know, like kill everything first person shooters, uh-huh. as Jeremy referred to Turok as. Those are the ones that I like. <laughs> kill kill everything FPSs. You know. No, no, like no hide in a corner, get your life back. Just all like no escorting you know. someone. Yeah, no escort missions. Yeah, those suck. <laughs> but uh, no, it looks. I mean, it it looks cool. Yeah, I'm looking at the video now too. It's just very much. Uh, they don't even show any gameplay. Yeah, there's show. no gameplay. It's just it's just a cutscene. So that's that's a shame. But it's from 3D Realms and Interplay. Yeah, 3D Realms did uh did too. What so. they do? Why is it Earthworm Jim. Oh, they did Clay Fighter and all that, right? Yeah, and Earthworm Jim. 3D Realms. Oh, did, uh, Interplay did Earthworm Gem? I think so. Didn't they? I thought it was shiny. Well, I mean, but Interplay was... Interplay published, published it. Interplay. Yes. Yeah, but, in it, but Earthworm Jim was, was a character in Clay Fighter 63 and a third. Right. So mm-hmm. they did kind of like come together. Because Interplay did do the Earthworm Jim 3D game, which I always they wanted, did, uh, which uh, always wanted uh, to play, but never Playmates. found anywhere. Yeah. Do you remember Claymates? Yeah, yeah, we have that. That was a game that Jess was into. That, that we bought for Super Nintendo, or she bought it, so I played it. I played it with her a little bit, but yeah, no, uh, it looks like my type of game. Kingpin does, so yeah, I'll be on the lookout for that. Speaking of first-person shooters, though, 
So Doom apparently Doom is getting is getting a delay, which we, I kind of figured that Doom Doom Eternal is getting a delay. But they're saying right. So it was like two weeks ago or so they they put out the trailer for the PS4 and Xbox version. Everyone, everyone was like, oh, there was no mention of the Switch version. There's yeah. not even like the whole Switch logo on there. And so um, this interview came out with the uh, the director who said that basically there's not going to be too much of a delay, but you know, basically they're, they're focusing on the PS4 and Xbox and PC version first, and then they hand that off to that final product off to to Panic Button, who's then going to take their time to fix it up on the Switch. Mm-hmm. And they say it's not going to be too much longer. Yeah, they were so saying. Don't worry. They were saying something about like it being a being a time, like being real, being real hard for them to do. Uh, Panic Button was, but I believe they'll get through it. I'm curious. I mean, I you know, for this show, I always get the Nintendo version of everything, so I'd be really interested to see how it comes out. But I've seen people talking online still th- thinking that it isn't going to happen. But I think they'll do their damnedest to to get it out there. Come on, they put out the first one. You know, I say the first one. I say the the one that came out like 2016 or whatever. Yeah, well, that was like um, four years ago, though. I mean, it's this next one's going to be a lot upgraded from that. So I mean. Mm-hmm. So they put know. out that one. They also put out Wolfenstein, you know, Doom, Doom One, and Doom Two, and then all the, the Wolfenstein games. And like, yeah. what is telling you that they're not going to put put out this Doom Eternal yeah. on Switch? Of course they're going to do it. Yeah. I found it interesting that um, the, the same same company also said, or no, Doom Doom Eternal's director said that he wanted Doom Slayer and Splat and Smash, but Nintendo doesn't want him in there. <laughs> Which, well, what if Doom? If, what if Doom Eternal is like being delayed because they're following the same rumors we are about like a Switch Pro, and they're like, hmm, maybe we should wait. Yeah, I've seen I've it seen some like some videos of people trying to say that. I don't know. I, you would think that if there is a Switch Pro, they would let the developers know about it so they could develop right. for it. That'd be a real. I mean, that'd be like a Saturn move, you know, where it's like we're just going to release it and not tell any about anybody about it, so we don't have any games. You know, it seems like a weird strategy. Like, if they were making one, you'd think that they would send out development units to people so they could have stuff a- available for, like, when it launches. So, but maybe are you saying maybe they do know something and they're waiting because of that? Just some flippant speculation on my part. Yeah. I don't, I personally don't really care whether Doom Guys and Smash Brothers or not, but some people think, I, I don't know. I don't really, it, it kind of. I think re- they should bring somebody from Fire Emblem. To smash. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, they don't have enough yet. I think we need five more. Bring actually bring in every, all of the houses. Everybody from all the houses of tree houses. Put them in there. I I think wh- whatever what else is probably not represented enough is the Mario series. No, no, I'm kidding. Um, no, I mean my thing is just like I I think taking a person from a shooter that has guns is kind of hard to adapt to smash brothers i felt like that was kind of a lot of the problem with uh, playstation all-stars mm-hmm. when that game came out is that a lot of their characters were shooter characters and it's kind of like like fucking you know nathan drake was in there from uncharted and i'm like what's he gonna do climb some shit i mean i don't know yeah i don't know they had and they had big daddy had in there and it was, in there though snake like can choke yoshi out and put him in a sleeper hold you know but he was more the third person but I mean, yeah, I guess Snake does have different weapons that he uses. His but melee it's... is just as important as his like shooting. But but Snake also knows the uh, close quarter combat. He's not just mm-hmm. he's just not just a guy who shoots people and runs around. He can actually fight with his fists. 
So I don't know. It just seems like I a think weird. There's ways they can make any character cartoony enough. Um, I mean, but you know, yeah, mean, he's got a gun, but there's there's already guns all over Super Smash Brothers. There's the Super Scope. There's Star Fox has a gun. It's just a matter of style and toning it down a little bit. Well, think think of it this way though: Doom Slayer until like a couple of years ago couldn't even jump. You want a character on Smash Brothers that can't jump? What's uh, how are we gonna do that? <laughs> how's he how's he gonna stay on the course? I don't know. It's it's like yeah, he he couldn't even aim or jump. He just he just ran around. I don't know. It it I don't feel like it fits the characters that are on there, but. I'm sure if Sakurai cared about Doom, I was say we already know yeah. Sakurai has said explicitly that uh, you can't change whatever right. what the next characters are already. They're already decided. So yeah, sure. Yeah, you want your character in Smash? Cool. Lots of other yeah. people want lots of other characters in Smash. So <laughs> let's just throw your little news on the on the heap here. Yeah, Doom runs on everything but Smash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Well, speaking of Smash. Smash Brothers has turned 21. The original Smash Brothers on 64. It can get smashed. The beautiful... Uh, yeah, yeah. It can get smashed. It can get drunk now. <laughs> Way to go. The beautiful 8-player original one is uh, 21. 8-player? So, well, eight, 8 people is what, is what right. I mean. Four, Not eight. four tops. I mean, yeah. there were 8 characters that you could choose from in the first one. Uh, uh, uh. Which seems such like such a small amount. But yeah, that's what we had. I still remember. Smash Brothers was so much. I remember just, it was so much like Mario Party in, in, in that it was so weird. It was so weird, yeah. In it that you didn't really know what to think of it, but it was and, really fun yeah. to play. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I remember that I didn't. I did, I totally overlooked it because I didn't like fighting games at the time. I thought it was going to be like Street Fighter or, mm-hmm. or any other game that I just you know wasn't that into because you know in my family I was the only one who really really played games. So fighting games weren't up my up my alley. And I just said, oh, Nintendo fighting game. All right, whatever. And I just had the completely wrong impression of it. Yeah, I didn't get into it, of course, until, until Melee. But um, well, Melee. It, it's just, it's come such a long way. Yeah, I, I was playing it before May. I was playing it probably like March or April that year because I think my friend got it right after it came out. Well, we rented it, and then I just remember playing through the one player and just being like, what? What's up with these physics and this like side scrolling? Like that yeah. that was a like it was thing so weird. Yeah, too. yeah. Especially on like yeah, the single player stuff. Mm-hmm. But I well I remember I got it I got it in college. I think actually a friend of mine in college like lent me money for it at the time to get it. And I was it was just so bizarre that I really wanted to check it out. And I was actually kind of on the other side of things from what John was saying. I was disappointed that it wasn't like Street Fighter. Because, you know, me being a lover of Street Fighter and 64 being like bare bones as far as fighting games go, I was kind of, I kind of really wanted a Street Fighter style game. And I was like, maybe Mario will bring that to me, you know, because I can't get it. Because, you know, Street Fighter, like many other things that I loved, had left Nintendo and went to PlayStation at the time. So it was like, you know, we didn't really have any good like 2D fighters. So I was like, shit. So I was hoping for that. And I didn't really know what to think of it. But yeah, once. What it took was four player was playing a four player, you know, to figure out how good it was, and then eventually, yeah, and then melee, I felt like really just perfected what it had already put out there in the first one. The first one was kind of bare and just kind of weird, but melee was like, okay, here, this is what we're doing. And you're like, all right, okay, this makes work. This, this makes all this 
makes sense. And I was like, okay, yeah, this is the way that it should be done. And that kind of solidified it for me. Yeah. And but I, I remember, of course, the, the turnaround time between the first one and Melee was really short, too. Like, this one came out in 1999, you know, beginning 99, and then the Melee came out in, I think it was November of 2001. So it was just shy of two years between them. And, um, boy, what an evolution that was from the 64 one, which sort of, you know, laid the foundation well enough, but of course, Melee was just. That's completely nuts. I never really thought about that. Yeah. How yeah. close they were in release. Right. But I guess the one on the Wii U and the one on Switch were pretty close to. Uh, I mean, they had some years. Like three years, right? Yeah, they had a few years in between, at least. I mean, that Switch one was kind of early, or the Wii U one was kind of like in the middle of the Wii U life cycle, I think. I mean, it was a big deal because they were like, it's going to come out for the 3DS as well. Well, yeah, well, it came out first for the 3DS. It felt like that Mm. killed the Wii U version. It still still doesn't make any sense. I thought it was a late Wii Wii U release because of that, because it was like... It was the same. It was like they were like a month apart between the two of them. And, and that was the beginning of the of the Amiibo launched at the same time. So yeah. we, we, we well, let's let's talk about some of these movie stuff. Got a lot of movie news right off the bat. The Dragon Quest Five movie is coming to is coming to Netflix. I'm super excited about that. Wait, it's based off five. It, yes, it is based off five. Because uh, if you look at the garb that he is wearing, that is what the hero wore in five. Oh, so. Which I thought it was weird that they went with that. Like in the is that time the one like where 11. you start out as a shopkeeper? No, that's four. Well, oh, four okay. is one of the characters you start off as. No, five is the one where you start off as a baby, where you're born in the very beginning. Oh, of it. Okay. okay. And it follows your entire life, which yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I have sense. that on the. Uh, I have that on Super Famicom. I do believe. Yeah, it's a good game. You should play it. I mean, it's considered by many to be the best Dragon Quest there is. I own it. It's just all in Japanese. Yeah, I have it. No, you have it. Yeah, I thought you had it in English. I have it on my. Uh, I do have a ROM of it. On yeah, my, you have a ROM of it because I played. Modded, uh, I played a little bit of it. SNES yeah. Classic. Yeah, but no, I, I'm really. It, it's it's going to be on there on February 13th. Then actual Nino Cooney's on there now too. We have I saw that. Uh, it's on my list for Jess and I to watch. We just haven't gotten around to it yet, but I'm interested to see what. Which one it's what it's based on? Because from what I saw of the cover of it on Netflix, it doesn't look like the characters from from the uh, first game. So maybe it's more two, or maybe it's a different thing. I don't know. It doesn't have like that kid and like the, the weird his, his like weird monster or whatever on the front. So, but I'm interested in seeing it. It's like under two hours, and yeah. But um, yeah, no, I, I, the Dragon Quest movie. It's badass. I like that being on there. Also, another another Netflix. Well, there's some more Netflix stuff. Nintendo or Netflix continues to win the world. They've you know since they won all the nominations, now they're winning all the game movie stuff. Also, the C the CGI remake of Pokemon Mewtwo Strikes Back is coming out as well. And I watched like some of the trailer of that, like just because everybody's been posting it. And I think it looks pretty cool from what I've seen. So yeah, I'll totally watch it, especially now that it's on Netflix. You don't even have to buy it. And it, yeah, this one will be February 27th. So it's actually coming out after Dragon Quest. Did you go see the first movie in the theater? I did. Yeah. I saw it. I took my girlfriend to see it at the time. Maybe why we broke up. I don't know. No, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't think that was why, but yeah, no, I, I totally went. I went. I drove there myself because I was 19 when it came out. But yeah, no, I saw it in Lincoln at the like one theater in Lincoln, Illinois. The Mewtwo Strikes Back, and I enjoyed it. I thought it was quite good. I like that movie. I think you can watch all of it. Or, well, you could watch all of it at you, on YouTube at one point for free, like the original one. I don't. It's. I don't know if it's still there, but I did watch all of it on YouTube. Again, 
a couple years ago, and I still think it's pretty cool. Yeah, my brother had me watch it with him like back in the day because being five years younger than me, he was like a teenager when he was more into it. Yeah, and I mean, I was cool with Pokemon too. I wasn't playing the games, but I liked the 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 cartoon and and stuff. So yeah, it's a cool movie. I don't know why it needs to be remade in CGI, but. I mean, do we know why anything ever needs to be remade? Like, no, <laughs> money. I don't why know. does it need to be CGI? That's the part I'm like, I'm just like, is it is going to be realistic, like Detective Pikachu, or is it like cartoon CGI? It looks. I mean, it looks a lot like the the art style of the original anime. It's just CGI now. It's just computer generated. Okay. So yeah. So is it like cel shaded stuff, or is it full on? Like Pixar style 3D. I mean, you can. It's it's more like Pixar style. Okay. It's right. I mean, it's it's right here on the link. It looks nice though. I mean, I like I like the colors and all of that of it. I mean, it looks like you know, it looks like a really nice cutscene for a really nice looking game. And what are they? They're calling it a Me Too Strikes Back Evolution. So this is the evolution of the old one. Now it's in CGI. It'll be fun. I'll, I'll be interested in watching. It'll get them. Billions of views, and it'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> Castlevania Season 3 is coming out. I, yeah, I, screenshots I, just came out. Yeah. I, I never watched Season 2. So, I, I mean, it's, two. It's, I watched yeah. two episodes of Season 2. Yeah. I don't know why I keep falling off. I mean, there's only like four episodes per season, so I should keep watching it. It's pretty pretty good anime. Yeah, I thought one was I thought one was all right. I don't know. I, I, don't, watch, I don't watch a whole lot of stuff. By myself, most of the time I'm just playing games when I'm not watching. And then I watch cartoons and stuff with Jess, so I haven't gotten around to it. And if I want to watch anime, I'll watch One Piece. I still got like 700 episodes to get through. I mean, it's, it's plenty. It's plenty for me to for me to see there. But you know, you want to see the Witcher anime? Yeah, Witcher anime too is coming around. Also, I, also I'm coming a, to Netflix. I'd say I'm a fan of the show. I think the show's cool. Um, I've seen mixed reviews and all that, but. I thought the show was really cool, and it took me a little bit to get into it, and now I'm getting ready to watch it again mm. uh, because I'm trying to talk Sean into watching it because yeah. she was like totally turned off by the first episode. Yeah, but uh, once I like watched the second episode, I was like, okay, I like this, and then by the third episode, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna finish this. I want to watch the anime. I want. I mean, whatever. It's a cartoon. Yeah, it's by the it's by the people who did Legend of Korra. Yeah, is what might what as well I, just call it a cartoon. Yeah. But I mean, sure. I, I, I like. I, I want to play. The, I like the game. I want to play the game. I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch any movie of it. But if that can turn more people to the game, sure, cool. More power to. I them. mean, at some point, I'm going to finish Witcher three, and I'm going to be happy. There's more content. Yeah. And well, this shit. Could... Maybe, maybe that'll be more of a yeah, more of a motivation to play one and two, or to the read DLC. the novels or whatever. Like. I like the universe, so yeah, I was I was gonna say once you beat the I'm game I'm all about more content. Once you beat the game, you get those two DLCs also that are pretty mm-hmm. meaty from what I, from what I heard that are that are already on the on the system. So Yeah, I mean I'm all about Unifer. She's awesome. So so you got that. So I'm right in fanboy territory. There there's supposed to be I, I saw another thing, another news thing about uh there's there's supposed there's supposed to be a new update to the Witcher, which uh they said is worth the wait. Is all they said? Is it Saber is worth the wait? So maybe it's another graphical update, but they have another big thing coming for that. Oh, like so. another update for the for the game. Oh, okay. Yeah, for the for the Switch game. So I haven't seen any de- t- details about it. All of that they've said is that it's worth the wait, and that it's going to be bigger than they originally said it would be. So 
the whatever the update is. So cool. I mean, they did it. They did. Maybe they'll just keep doing graphical updates to it as they go, and eventually it'll look better or something. I don't know. I think it looks fine. I did that first update that I applied. I, I really enjoyed the the draw distance increase that happened afterwards. Yeah, I, I don't know. I noticed a little bit of a of a change between it, but yeah. So, is this a real thing? Pokemon a- ASMR videos. So it's like, yeah. Is it a whole lot of like whispering them whispering their name to you in in a microphone? Something like that. I, so, does the Pokemon? It's like Pika, Pika, Pika. It's the Pokemon Kids YouTube channel in Japan. They have Pokemon like eating fruit and. All that. It's Pokemon ASMR videos. If you want to relax to the soothing sounds of chewing, Snorlax snoring, you know? <laughs> yeah. There you go. Weird. Yeah. That's real. That's, uh, yep. That's there. Uh, check that out, people. Yeah. There's that Digimon anime reboot. I don't know anything about Digimon aside from them being the not Pokemon. That's all I remember. But they're. What was the other one? There's the third one, right? Oh, Yu Gi Oh! is what I'm thinking mm-hmm. of. Yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh! Digimon. I I only had room for one, and that was Pokemon, so I didn't see. But some people still swear by Digimon. It's always funny funny to see somebody in the comments, like when they're when they're doing like the hate, the Pokemon hate, and somebody's like Digimon was always better. I'm like, yeah, sure, sure it was, dude. Digimon was like, um, I don't know whether or not they started as being like a Neopet kind of thing, but I mean, it was definitely like. That was the era where Digimon came from, and I know Pokemon tried the same thing for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, Tamagotchi, Pokemon Mini thing that was like a Tamagotchi, but yeah, totally like a Neopet Tamagotchi kind of thing. Digimon was kind of an offshoot of that toy, right? I don't, I don't know. know. I think all oh, that stuff made came by Bandai. Like, Digimon, I think, I think could I think, be. I don't know. Um, Any, anybody who knows Tamagotchi about, was Bandai. I think it was, anybody who know. knows anything about Digimon, send us an email about it. No, you're right. That was Bandai was Digimon. Or uh, you're right about that. Not Digimon, but uh, the other one. Tamagotchi. All that stuff came out like the same time. Like I think the same within the same two years. Mm-hmm. It was all those, and there was the uh, Monster Rancher, and oh man, there's so many things that are kind the of similar. Where you scan the barcodes or whatever. Or, right, no, you, you put, put your the CD in. CDs in. Uh-huh. Well, one of the, one of those is supposed to come to Switch. Monster Rancher is. Like they were doing a new version of it where you could like, like do like fossil, the one about fossils. You could do like CD DB, I guess, where you like put in a CD and that, and it becomes a monster cause you can't scan anything, but that's what they were going to do. So they were going to bring that back. I always thought that was interesting. The whole like use your CDs to make something. Digimon had a distinct style to it. Like I do remember that, like it had that going for it. It looked very different than the other. Yeah. Uh, cartoons at the time, especially the ones that were inspired by the gotcha anime sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, John, Council Wars documentary is coming yeah, out. Yeah, this is cool. I, I can't wait to see this. Um, but it was announced that the Console Wars documentary is going to debut at South by Southwest, which, where, when did you say that was, Trey? It's in the summer sometime? I think it's in the summer sometime. Um, I mean, you do you know, Jeremy, when the South by Southwest is? I was in Austin March. literally days before, yeah. It says South March right here, in the, right here in the article. A few years ago. It says it premieres in March at South by Southwest. So that's actually closer oh, than Oh, in I March. Thought. Oh, real, even sooner than I thought. Cool. Yeah. So spring, then. Yeah, so I'm excited for this because I read the book and I loved the book. Um, 
it'd be interesting to see the actual people talking on camera and giving their points of view. Anybody who's not read the book, I really, really recommend it. It's it's a big book, but it is a a quick read. Nonetheless, I think it's like I read the digital version. I thought so. I can't. I don't know how many pages it was, but I think um, it was in the five hundred page range or so. Um, but it really just like flowed really well. I couldn't wait to read the next chapter, and um, now I can't wait to see the documentary. So I'm very excited for this. Nice. If it premieres in March, that's got to mean it's coming for the summer, right? It'll be out in out in theaters. That's what I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't wait to see this movie. Yeah, yeah. No, we'll be able to get a hold of it in some way. I think this. Uh, there's also going to be an, another and so many so much stuff. There's another animated Mortal Kombat movie that's coming out. I think I think that could be interesting. It's going to actually have the voice of Scorpion from Mortal Kombat 10 in there. Yeah, Scorpion's Revenge is the name of the movie. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so they're it'll be, giving it some somewhat of a star treatment. Um, take place Jennifer Carpenter and Joel McHale are going to be in the cast. Nice. And this is from Warner Brothers Animation. Of course, Warner Brothers owns Mortal Kombat, but I think this is sort of the start of uh, the push to see Mortal Kombat and things beyond just the games, because not only do we have this animated movie, but we do have the live-action movie coming up. I think that's next year, 2021. Oh, that's not coming out this year? I, I thought maybe it was coming out. I don't out think it's coming oh, out yeah, this no, year, it says no. March 5th, to 2021, yeah. Yeah, two of the producers are... Two producers with animated Batman experience are helming the project. Rick Morales, who did Batman vs. Two, Two-Face, and Jim Krieg, who did Batman Gotham by Gaslight. Cool. I don't think I saw either of them. No, I, I might have saw Gotham by Gaslight. A lot of those a lot of those animated... I've watched a bunch of the animated DC stuff, because they're really good. But they kind, they kind of blur together also. But yeah, no, I mean, Scorpion's Revenge, so it's going to have a whole lot of hell stuff in it, because Scorpion's from hell. So we'll get some cool animated hell shit, lots of fires, all that. But yeah, I think um, I think we should wrap it up here, about. Other than knowing, I guess, it, we're going to get new Sonic news the 20th of every month. Yeah, I think we talked about that already, though. I, th- I think we talked. This about was actually it. just announced the other day, so we might have said Sonic stuff earlier, but I think this is I'm pretty new sure we, news. I'm pretty sure we already talked about this, though. The twenty. Well, this was this was actually announced on January twentieth. Yeah. So. Okay. But yeah, we're getting new Sonic news every month on the twentieth throughout twenty twenty. Well, what did we get for January twentieth? Just news that that was going to happen. That's correct. Okay. Yes. So that's our news for that. Also, uh, and many tacos. With uh, yeah, Square Square says that their imminent Nintendo Switch announcement. I figured that had to do with. Uh, Figured that had to do with whatever whatever the direct is, but yeah, Square, bring more shit to Switch, man. It's a it's a place for you to sell things. It's a place where you sell your stuff. It's Switch. I do think it's worth mentioning, I guess, that Nintendo won out a course against uh, won out a court case against Germany and Norway, basically making it to where people can't cancel eShop pre-orders. So yeah, they kind of won in a bad way there, and not defending not defending the customer. Nope. So yeah, for anybody who wants to cancel their pre-orders, sorry. You paid for it. That's what you get. At least Germany. Yeah, there's that. But I think that's our, that's our show for this week. Um, thank you for listening to Nintendo Main episode 203. And if you remember what we talked about earlier in the show, we're starting a contest where you show us what games you've beaten, and you will get points for that. And we're going to see who can do who can beat the most. Which I think Jeremy probably would have won last year if we did this. 
because he went through so many RPGs. But I thought it'd be a fun thing for all of us to play and for our listeners to play as well. And I was going to start it as one point for anything that comes out this year that's like around 20 hours long. And of course, if it's in the 30 to 50 hour range, you'd get an extra point and probably another one from 50 to 100 as well. Stuff like that will give you points. Uh, take a picture of yourself with the credits and at, you know, at me on Twitter at Nintendo underscore domain, and we will keep a tally of your points and put it all together at the end of 2020. So this is a year long contest here, but it'll be a fun way to help us get through those old games that we've been wanting to play because, uh, you know, get an extra point for anything that was like released. Xenoblade Chronicles X. Sure. If you want to, I mean, that's a good hundred hour game. So I'm sure you get some extra points for that too. But yeah, yeah, anything, any Nintendo system is all, is all good, is all good. So yeah, just tweet at me on Twitter and then I will know that you beat it and, you know, try to, try to be honest and all that, like no cheating, that type of thing. And we will, we will announce a prize as we get closer to the end of the, of the year, but it's going to be something big. I was thinking like a game of your choice or like a $50 eShop or something, eShop card, something like that. So. Yeah, it'll be fun, and uh, we'll you know you'll hear us. We'll talk about it on the show, of course, making updates and all that. And uh, if you want to support the show, you can go to Patreon.com/slash Nintendo Main Podcast, where we do a bonus show every month. Uh, I'd like to do a bonus show about Tetris this month, just about like our experiences with it and the history of that, because there's all sort of interesting things behind that. So, you know, look forward to that. Hopefully, it'll be up. And what well, has to be up in the next week, so you'll. Uh, hey. I think it'll fall into place. See that at some point. Yeah, yeah. It'll fall fall in there, and then everything will just... We can reserve a block for it. Yeah. <laughs> all sorts of Tetris puns It will be in your future. If you give us a dollar a month, you can hear all that. That's $12 a year, less than the Nintendo Switch online service. But yeah, we have been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. I'm Jeremy Mikowski. John Nitter, I just want to say one more time, remember to watch Canal Street on BET January 29th at 10 o'clock Eastern. Thank you very much. And also, if you're in this, if if you're in the um, Chicago area, there we're doing a Switch meetup on the 29th of January as well. Not to not to say that you should not you should set your DVR to record Canal Street and come and hang out at the at the Emporium. Then you can come watch it later. Or if you have Sling, you can set it to record on that too. But uh, but yeah, uh, Kevin and I were doing a we're doing a another Switch meetup where I DJ and all that in the Chicago area at the Logan Square Emporium. From 7 to 10 or 11, probably. What and, is this themed around? Well, this one, they're actually giving away free tickets to C2E2. So okay. we have a, we have competition with that. So, yeah, you could win some stuff like that. And it's always fun to hang out and play, you know, play Switch with other people. Get extra friends. And even if you don't have a Switch, you can come and try it out and play it and all that fun stuff. Check that out. And uh, thanks to everybody who's watching on Twitch. Uh, we're at twitch.tv slash Nintendo Main Podcast. We stream every week at midnight, sometimes later. Tonight we got a little delayed, but that's fine. I didn't really say what the schedule was, but if you follow us on there, you can see when we're up there. Um, yeah, and also we have a YouTube.com slash Nintendo Made Podcast channel as well. Check out my top 10 games of the year on there. Uh, I also have another podcast with my wife, Jess, uh, on this Drunk Monday. We'll probably be doing we'll be doing an Oscar episode in a couple weeks, so look forward to that. And uh, yeah, that's been our show for the week. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. See you.